listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. My soul, my soul, my soul. I put that on my soul, my soul, my soul. I put that on my soul, my soul, my soul. I put that on my soul, my soul, my soul. Yeah, let my trunk knock till the tape pop. My rim chop chop while the bass drop. I let my trunk knock till the tape pop. My rim chop chop while the bass drop. Okay, I pull up in my partner's. Ask me, Crizzle, where your sword at? Hey, fuck them tweeters, they ain't beating. Get your sword back. So I push my pedal to the metal to my cuz hot. He owe me money, fuck that bread, just set your sword out. I'm fly like Tess, that candy wick, I'm finna fuck with hoes. EQ these settings in my Chevy till my trunk explodes. Maybe I'm bumping, maybe I'm tripping, maybe I'm feeling good. Either way, I'm quaking, shaking, waking up the folk in my neighborhood. Still hit the scene and built, pour it up in my cup and silk. Never be where them white folk at, cause them laws over there, they find a trip. Lift it up in my dunk and bump, saw a lame and I hit the trunk. Pop that shit like twice for real, things gon' feel my wisdom steel. Top in these gold too, couldn't grab when I roll through. Back to the backwoods where I ride, clean like I'm supposed to. Forever whipping on, let the guts with plenty chrome. Knocking pictures down till I get home. I put that on my soul, my soul, my soul. I put that on my soul. Where's the black sheep? Here's the black sheep. Even if he wanted to, the flock could not be weak. Watch me swing it like this. Why should I swing it like that? Because in fact, oh me, it might not attract. Therefore, I ignore. I do as I feel inside. I live with me. I got my back tonight. You know what I'm saying? Hey, yo, black, I'm not playing. Need to go with this and get with that with no delaying. See, in actuality. All right, that shit's not on the list. All right. <laughs> hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house for a Sunday night edition of the Black Guy Who Tips. Oh, we are. No guest. Nope, but just me and Roderick. Yeah, so maybe uh, Shirley Wong would like this show. I don't know. Uh, hopefully it'll be one of her favorite shows. I hope so too. Uh, but there's no one to distract us or get in the way or change the subject. It's just me correcting Karen for two hours. <laughs> and me backstage dancing behind Beyonce. Mm-hmm. It's time for me to shine. I know, right? <laughs> um, of course, uh, you listen to the Black Out Tips. You should already know all this shit, but I'll run it down real quick for you. Go to theblackouttips.com. While you're there, we added a button to the site where you can just click to donate your account. Twitter or Facebook. Just click it, takes you right there. Um, so if you've been reluctant to do it because your lazy ass didn't want to type in donateyouraccount.com slash TBGWT, I get it. 
it's a lot of letters and typing and your fingers get <laughs> you know in this world where people are fat and sloppy and and weak like wally you know i understand you don't want to lean forward in your laptop long enough to type that much well now you can just do it okay yes you can so make sure you guys do that the blackoutist.com make sure you don't uh you donate your account with the click of a button um also you can uh do stuff like donate to the show um it's very simple to do all you have to do is click the donate button there's a weekly donation there's a one-time donation uh it's completely up to you um have you want to support the show uh if you don't want to support the show at all even you know uh, you can subscribe uh to the actual uh website and you get an update every time there's a new post so you'll know when new episodes are up and you'll be able to run to your itunes and download them right away um, you can also go to our store and buy stuff. You can go to our Tumblr. You can like our Facebook page, all with the click of a button right from our website. We try to make it as simple as possible. Um, you can listen to us on Stitcher Radio. Uh, you can find us on Podomatic. And you can also listen to us on iTunes. If you go on iTunes, take the time out to leave us a five-star review. Please do, guys. It only takes a second. And if you leave us a five-star review, we promise we'll read it on the air regardless of content. We will. Uh, several other podcasts have adopted this uh, policy, and I say you also go find those shows and troll them, too. Yes. Um, <laughs> make sure they're good on their promise. Everybody knows we're good on our word here. Uh, oh, we, yeah. We reread that shit. We've skipped over some glowing four-star reviews and read some ratchet-ass five-star reviews to keep our promise. Yep. Five stars only. Uh, you can contact the show a bunch of ways. First of all, we're both on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm say that again. That is in D-A-T. The show Twitter is at T-B-G-W-T. Uh, you can call the show, 704-557-0186. That's 704-557-0186. Leave us a voicemail throughout the week or you you can, uh, you know, leak, talk to us live on Saturday mornings when we do our feedback show. The email for the show is theblackouttips at gmail.com. Um, so don't forget, do all that good stuff. Uh, the official weapon of the show is the taser. And the unofficial sport is bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. Yes, sir. And this show is sponsored. That's right. My favorite kind. Not only is it sponsored, Karen, it's my favorite kind of sponsoring. Double sponsor. That's what I'm talking about, son. Double sponsor tracing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> DS, as I like to call it. <laughs> we filling up all the holes, ain't we? <laughs> we sure are, Karen. <laughs> Rick is filling the lanes. We are filling the holes. Yes, we are. This podcast is sponsored by the award-winning, ta-da, Shadow Dog Productions movie, Dirt Cheap Therapy. We'll be receiving our award at the Indie Gathering Convention and Film Festival just outside of Cleveland on August 19th. And you can be there. That's right, fans. Cool. Come watch Dirt Cheap Therapy screen with Dexter. Mm-hmm. One of the greatest people ever. I know he is. Director John Fouts. Also, pretty cool guy. He is. Mm-hmm. Plays a lot of Xbox. And some of the actors on August 19th at 11.30 a.m. That's in the morning time, people. Stick around. I'm hoping that's Eastern Standard Time. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can stick around for them, and they'll pick up their award at 4 p.m. And if you and if you can't stay for that, at least come watch the movie with them. And if you live close enough that you think you can make the trip, contact Dexter at ShadowDollProductions at gmail.com. And if you do come out, he will let you pick a DVD from their vault, including... Their never before released comedy feature film, Nerds of Steel. Cool. Be the first person to check that out or snag a copy of Dirt Cheap Therapy or Trim Reaper. They love to meet 
any and all the black guy test fans yeah so make sure you guys do that man you know the, the, uh, if you if you live in that area i know we have a few fans out there righteous i think is one of the fans and stuff mm-hmm. and uh you know you have august the 19th free um it's a sunday 11 30 a.m you can go see their movie you know here stay after the credits make sure you see me and karen in it okay yeah listen to are, us we, we are in it we we in a movie so that's a big fucking deal I so sure stick is. around <laughs> stick around for that man uh we would appreciate I, it's it it's too far for us that's why we're not going yeah but we would yeah that would be dope though man so um and yeah man they won an award that's 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 awesome man like we told y'all we weren't promoting some bullshit no we were i wasn't not. just telling y'all that shit because like oh they give us money let me tell you that it's good when it's not it's fucking funny it's good, yeah if it ain't you ain't got to worry about us pushing or promoting it yeah um and we also have another sponsor karen a we sexy sure sponsor mm-hmm. I, I, let me cue up some sexy music mm. that's right ladies all over. Huh? I hope they sell some honey, Adam and Eve. Some honey? Mm-hmm. Fellas, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? How about you, ladies? Do you need to be called some sort of name or spanked? Well, they got whips and chains there. <laughs> they have spanking materials. Yes, handcuffs too. They have ball gags for your mouth. You want yep. somebody to shut the fuck up? Have you been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Of course you have. It's all you think about. Yeah, working. You're like, oh, I can't wait to surprise this woman. But you never do. <laughs> you never do. Well, make that change, man. Today can be the day that you put in the order to receive something a few days later. But that day will be the other day that you will make the day when you come home and yes. make her day. Yes, she will. And your day, too. Mm-hmm. You make her happy. Everybody happy. Sex is the only gift that both of y'all can get. Okay? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you get 50% off of just about any item in the store. I'm talking about battery-operated things. Stuff that runs off of chains and wheels and <laughs> things, that, things that have diesel engines attached to them. They hum. Just about anything, people, and um, I promise yep. you. It'll you, be worth every dime. Right. And they're not just giving away this 50% to anybody, y'all. This is the Black Out Tips exclusive. Google 50% off, man. It's hard to find. It's Trust real me. hard to find. But that's not all. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You get that 50% off, then they also give you three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Three, y'all. Three slow motion, skinny, white bodies, writhing back and forth over cheese. <laughs> and hey. Plus a free extra gift so sensual, they can't even tell you what it is on the radio. And to top it nope. off, they even throw in free shipping on your entire order. It's not a game, people. Also, I noticed on Twitter a lot of people was talking about condoms. Oh, mm-hmm. you can get them 50% off. They sell them in bulk. In bulk, people. You can get big-ass boxes of condoms. For those that do a lot of fucking, and, and y'all pe- know y'all out there. Right. People walk in your room. Even if you don't do a lot of fucking, people can think you do a lot of fucking. Yep, you Nothing can. creates fucking like the image of already fucking. Trust me. Yeah, and on top of that, um, when you have people that's like, hey, I need one, you can just toss it to them. Yeah, a young female walks in your room and she says, whose gigantic box of condoms is that? And you say, it's mine, baby. 
and she knows what time it is. This is a man that does not play games, <laughs> and he's Straight responsible. That's that's right. Protects himself, Honey, but he also responsibility turns you on, turns yes. me on. Don't open nobody else. And of course, the condoms will be real for her pleasure, because my men and my audience are respectful. Yes. Okay. <laughs> real for her pleasure, fellas. I don't know if it works, but. As long as she thinks it does. <laughs> so check out adamandeve.com today for the special offer. Get 50% off of one item. Will you put in the code TBGWT upon offer checkout? Uh, I mean, upon checkout. And you get the three free DVDs, free extra gift, and free shipping. Use code TBGWT. Yes. At adamandeve.com. And get it all over your body. All over your body. Baby. And I think he, 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 he's talking about the sperm. <laughs> right, I think so too. Um, all right, so we got some podcasting to do, Karen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so much stuff is going on. So much random thoughts. Uh, first thing first. Um, I saw people talking on Twitter for some reason about getting tested and all this stuff, and that's good. I think people should get uh, STD test and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Uh, especially if you're single and you're out there fucking and stuff. You better. Um, you know, and even if you're monogamous and you're in a relationship and, you know, uh, you might want to get tested because, yep. you know, you never know what that person could be bringing home to you and stuff like that. Um, so I definitely understand and support that. Um, but my thing is this, um, what if I made a decision that I'm willing to die? Hmm? Nobody says that. Yes. You no, know, cuz most most people when they fuck people they ain't willing to die for the person. Right. But what if I've decided I'm willing to die for this pussy so fuck it. <laughs> Whatever the pussy got, I got. I know so. That's that other part that sickness and health till death do you part. Oh, we don't like them vows. <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> no, I just thought it was funny. Everybody was like up in arms about it. It's like I don't care about it. I know. Did you came in there with that? They was like, "No, buddy." Yeah, everybody's talking about... Because it's just for five minutes, not forever. Everybody's talking about unprotected sex. And not, I said something that was so Twitter deep. I was like, um, everyone's talking about unprotected sex. But have you unprotected your heart? Hmm? <laughs> it's deep. Unprotected your heart, people. too deep for Twitter. What's wrong with you, sir? I put Twitter deep after it, so they, everybody knew. They, everybody thought it was funny. Um, but yeah, man, I just thought it was funny. Um, like, And so... I was like, you know, we, for a second, we got to kind of ease up off of uh, people that don't use condoms because none of us would be here if everybody really believed in using condoms all the time. Oh, condom didn't break or something. Come on, dog. Yeah, and, and the condom breaking thing is such bullshit because um, condoms have broken on us before, right? Mm-hmm. We know. Um, let me tell you something about condom breaking. Uh, people always act like the condom breaks at like the last stroke and shit. Mm-mm. Like no, <laughs> no, that condom broke about fifty strokes in, but you kept on going, probably because nobody could tell. Yeah, well, no, nah, everybody can tell too. That's the other thing that's bullshit. You know the difference on your dick between a condom and vagina, and that. <laughs> Like, I don't know if men have perpetrated this lie, but I think even women know the difference between a person with a condom inside of them and, and not. Um, the truth of the matter yeah, is... Yeah, it, it's, it's, even for women, it's a different feel. Yeah, and the truth of the matter is, it feels good. It, it feels, feels better. Great. It feels better. Yeah, because even for the female, it's still a barrier. 
right and everybody always tries to come off like they're so fucking um you know civilized with that shit like oh now i'll see the condom broken you know i remember my dad told me this and um you know i was young so i didn't know i didn't have no pussy at the time i was just like taking his word for it but he was like uh you know you're a condom baby and i was like what does that mean like like (laughs) what does that mean sir like i i have had the uh the uh health class and we have talked about stds and i know there's no such thing as a condom baby that's an oxymoron you can't be a condom baby uh, no you, you know you can be a uh you can be a con- if you're a condom baby that means you're flushed down someone's toilet or wrapped in toilet paper and in someone's trash can in their bathroom <laughs> that's what a condom baby is you know is that like a dumpster baby at the prom like what the mm. fuck is a condom baby <laughs> <laughs> a condom you know so at the time i was just like okay dad i'm a condom baby it's like that's right i wasn't trying to have you i had a condom on and you know something happened it broke and, and then you came here and i was like okay he was like yep you're the best mistake i ever had or something like that right mm-hmm. now i was cool with it you know i didn't give a fuck until i had sex and a condom broke and i realized that's bullshit man I am a pussy baby. Everybody is a pussy baby. Yes, they are, sir. Pussy feels good. It does. Why are we lying, man? Try to take credit away from the vagina. The vagina is fucking great. And when the condom breaks, you love being inside it. It's like, mm, this, I'm going to stay here for a while. Everybody is a pussy baby. Everybody in the world, man. It's such bullshit that people try to pretend like, oh, you know, it, it wasn't that my willpower was weak. It was your willpower, man. <laughs> yes. Because your dick is not your friend. And in that moment, your dick will betray you. Your, that shit is like uh, Julius Caesar turning his back on Brutus. That's just like, oh, nah, you're going to have this, baby. I'm sorry. It was too good. <laughs> Whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Your dick is not thinking beyond like that second of fucking. It I doesn't know. care. People act like, oh, yeah, you know, the condom broke. It Like, like literally, you will the last stroke before coming in. It's like, oh, no, the condom broke. Like, no, mm. that condom probably broke like 10 seconds in. He was like, oh, well, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> I punched a hole in the wall. Sorry, baby. Yeah, I put in a I put in a good work good day's work. So I'm a I'm gonna be good. I'm gonna call this a day, and uh, I'm gonna try to pull out. There you go. That's as good as I can do. As I can pull out. Like no, everybody likes fucking and fucking feels good. It does. Coming inside of a vagina feels great. <laughs> and as we can stop being so full of shit on Twitter and high and mighty, yes, then maybe sir. maybe we could actually solve the problem. But if we gonna sit over here and be like, my yeah, like uh, I think it was a uh, feminist Jones hit me up. She was like, my dad told because I was like, you know, um, all of us are here because you know, people pussy pussy beat condom dog pussy pussy beat condom if, <laughs> rock paper scissors if pussy is pussy being, condom nothing right <laughs> like if, if pussy is having a basketball game with condoms. Pussy is the Globetrotters and condoms is the Washington Wizards. <laughs> Pussy, Pussy. Globetrotter wins every time, even though they cheat and shit. It don't matter. They're going to win. Pussy is up like 50 in the fourth quarter right now <laughs> with, with the starters on the bench, dog. Like nobody can win against Pussy, dog. It's people like all of us are here because Pussy is so good. That's it. If we, I don't know why we keep, you know, if you just have some willpower and everybody needs to use a condom all the time. Okay. If we can just acknowledge how good Pussy is, then maybe we can get somewhere. All right. We sure can. You know, I can't help that people ain't shit and they dicks ain't shit and all that stuff. People gonna, <laughs> 
people going to so. cheat. You know, I can't help that part. But as far as us pretending like my dad told me. Yeah, Feminist Jones is like, my dad told me that uh, I was a con. The one time he did use a condom with my mom and then he, he had uh, he had a baby. Now. I'm far be it from me. I don't know Feminist Jones, so I didn't really want to respond too much to her. I don't know her parents like that. But in my mind, I'm not going to lie. I was thinking, your daddy's a goddamn lie. He knew when that condom busted. We all know. Everybody here is equipped with. Right? We're all equipped with sexual apparatuses, people. It can't be that much. Yeah, and you my know, dick can't be that much different from his. You know what? It's 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 like um your it's like your dick has like a wax job. You know how when you do wax job, it's all shiny and waxy. Mm-hmm. And when that wax job fades away, guess what? You feel the rain in the water, so you can tell the between when that uh, wax job goes. Yeah, away. F- first of all, a condom breaks right, and then of course there's the initial like couple seconds where you're like, did this condom break? And I won't lie, there's always that couple seconds like I can't tell if this condom broke. But then there's a whole lot of seconds and minutes after that where you know it's broke. You're like, this feel, this is the best condom ever. <laughs> ever. Of it all feels time. like real pussy. <laughs> oh my God. This is, I don't the even want to, I don't even want to check because to I'll see. be so let down when I see that it is not, uh, the condom anymore. Like I had to stop, put my condom back on. So that's how people are. People are just ain't shit. And they just like, I'm gonna keep fucking. They like, like, it's almost better. Like I, I would almost hesitate to say that it's almost better if you could start with a condom and then have it break on purpose. Like that might be the best sex actually. Is that like we ain't supposed to be doing this? Oh, but if we are, it's so good. Like that might be if the best are. sex. Yeah. Well, you like having it and then the condom breaks. Um, and like they need to make, uh, condoms that breaks, uh, and that break on purpose. They need to make like a brand of the, oh wait, they do lifestyle. Go to, um, go to the clinic, get those free cheap ass lifestyle condoms. What you, you mean that shit made out of, uh, the, the plastic that I wrapped the food up in? It's, it's, yeah, that, yeah, no, that shit is too thick for lifestyle condoms. Those, those, those condoms need to come, those are like button up condoms. <laughs> This shit is terrible. Like, it's like Velcro condoms yeah, or some shit. This shit is so terrible. You know how you take it, you rip it with your teeth, you'll rip through the fucking condom trying to rip it open. Yeah. Like, I didn't know that till I started buying real condoms. I was like, those fucking lifestyles are baby makers. Like, I guarantee you the same people that own Chick-fil-A make those fucking condoms. <laughs> it's like, we're going to make them have kids anyway, motherfuckers. You can't stop us. Enjoy your spicy chicken sandwich, too. Lifestyles ain't shit, dog. So, um... What well, so? I, I, but I think like that could even be the best sex because it's a little bit like forbidden, and you like deny yourself pleasure, and then all of a sudden it's all this pleasure, and then bam, you you you're finished. So I think um, I think people might be un- underestimating the power of vagina, man. That's all I'm saying. So, oh, vagina's powerful. Yeah, and uh, I'm not saying that people shouldn't get tested. Of course they should get tested, mm-hmm. but um, all I'm saying is that uh, don't believe your parents when they tell you you're kind of babies, okay? You look your parents dead in their face, and you say, Daddy, I'm a pussy baby, and I know it. <laughs> you ain't got to lie to me no more. I can accept the truth. Right. <laughs> and, you know, I know my mama's pussy was too good, and you couldn't help <laughs> yourself. That's what it is. That's what it is, man. And they don't want you to say that shit. Nope. <laughs> it was too good. Does that mean you acknowledge that they was fucking? Of course. Right. It's like, uh, you keep telling me them, you're the best mistake I ever made. You wasn't thinking about me when you busted in there. You had nothing to do with me. You was having sex and you liked it. <laughs> you dirty, dirty man. 
um all right man um another thing i was talking about today man i was watching the um melissa harris perry show because so many people were watching it this morning and stuff and mm-hmm. elon james tweeted that he was going to be on there so i was like oh let me see what he's talking about and um they brought up the tosh point or the daniel tosh thing again mm-hmm. and uh this time they were kind of going in you know repeating kind of some of the same things that uh i've been hearing from people um that are left-wing leaning or you know democrat politically um been saying which is you know he's promoting the rape culture he uh he uh there's a way to joke about rape and he didn't know how to do it so um you know it's time that he uh gets called to the carpet or whatever and you know he may, he pissed off his fans they were speculating about whether or not he would lose his show and all this stuff i doubt that well to me that's kind of that bubble thing too mm-hmm. that you know i don't think uh i don't think people that are liberals or democrats like to admit that they have a bubble around them too yes they do so it's really um i don't know it's really like they they can't i don't know if they can't see their bubble or if they just think we're so right that our bubble is the truth and yep everybody got to deal with it because yep, and they can be just as wrong yeah because i was looking at it like you know what are you what's your measurement of right and wrong in this case because i i mean maybe just i because i'm a little more familiar with his material and i'm not as i'm not offended by him and all that stuff Mm-mm. any of his material i'm not talking about just this rape joke he's no. made jokes about black people he's yes. made jokes about fat people jokes yes. about being from the south mm-hmm. that, you know but jokes that should hit home for me that i'm just like oh he's just being offensive that's that is his brand of humor you know um so i was looking at you know at the show and you know, I, like I said, people were talking about, you know, well, will he lose his show? Will, you know, is, you know, will people boycott him? Will people not do this and not do that. And I was thinking, like, that's your right. You don't have to support this man. You can Mm-mm. try to shut him down. But they were never giving him money anyway. Right, right. Most of the time, it's people that aren't giving you money anyway, so they can't really hurt you. Mm-mm. My question is this what happens if you can't shut him down? Yeah, life goes on, don't it? Well, not just life goes on, but like, what is the point there? Like, is there a point, like, would, because cause what I was saying was like, okay, look at the KKK. And I'm not saying these two things are equal. It's just, this is a comparison. But look at the KKK, right? Mm-hmm. We, like, we'll take the KKK and go, uh, the KKK wants this, the KKK wants that. And we kind of laugh it off and go, well, they're so wrong. Nobody agrees with them. So, obviously, these motherfuckers are just talking out the side of their neck, right? And we laugh at the KKK. It's like, look at these dumb motherfuckers trying to change the, the laws and adopt highways and shit like that. And, you know, we just kind of laugh at how dumb and futile their efforts are because there's not enough of them to really do anything or make the right short cha- the changes that they would like to see. You know, and, um, you know, I, I, I don't think this is the America the KKK would like to see. Oh, no. You know, not I, at all. I think there's a mm-hmm. lot of things. Too, too many brown folks. Right. I think mm-hmm. So, so you know, I would I think all of us would say the fact that so many people aren't on their side is part of the reason we know the KKK is wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. Part of the reason we know at least that they don't have the um, movement to shut down shit. Right. So whenever we have the opposite where it's like okay let's shut down daniel tosh and nothing happens to him like his audience still sells out his shows Mm -hmm. his show still gets top ratings on comedy central yes it does Uh, like do we have to sit back and go maybe we're wrong yeah but they would never do that though right but and you know the the analogy that um one person uses like well 
um you know slavery was wrong and everybody was doing that or whatever and it's like right and then eventually you know time built up a movement and all the stuff and then it was abolished and stuff not really because people felt it was wrong but whatever let's say that let's just say uh, whatever that somehow that got that got abolished mm-hmm. well then you know what if it this movement is not going to take foot and all of a sudden people aren't going to just stop joking about rape or only joke about it in the manner that you find acceptable what are we going to do then you know, and that, that was kind of my point is like, I don't think people understand that everybody doesn't agree with you. Nope. You know, I'm not sure. And, and, and so I and, and you know, and um, you know, part of the thing on the show, too, I noticed that they just ran with the blog post. They didn't even pretend like we're not we don't care about the other um, examples. examples. We don't care about the other witness testimony. And wouldn't everybody on there comedians themselves like and, some and, some of the people were comedians. And, not everybody was. And you bought a good point. Y'all tell jokes, too. And how would you t- like you said, how would you like it? Which which I would like for them to respond to it. How would you like if somebody took something you said it was offensive and just ran with it out of context, out of the, the, the point of the joke and just said their perspective of it you would be mad too yeah yeah that was more like yeah right like i think somebody like elon james who i think does really good comedy um Mm -hmm. it's edgy but i wouldn't think that it would you know cross the lines of too much um you know of popular opinion Mm -hmm. um or whatever amongst um especially amongst people on the left and stuff so like if say someone got offended went home and wrote a blog post do you think that post would be accurate? Do you think it would have the the right context? Do you think like and I'm not saying like he even did something over the line. I'm saying say yeah. he did something that all of us find funny and not over the line at all. If they went home and were like, yo, Elon James is a racist. And I read that post and was like, well, if the things they say happen, he's a racist. And then I did, I went and did my, you know, podcast based on that. I did a news show based on that. I did all this commentary based on that because maybe I already have a pet issue about black people being racist or something like that. Like, wouldn't that kind of like be shady for me to run with that by going like, well, someone said that this about this guy. And I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to even attempt to. Uh, pay attention to anything that contradicts us making this the worst possible way to slander this guy. And the problem that I have is that um, they don't, I feel like the whole story hadn't been out. I feel like we don't have videos. We don't have clips, you know, because I feel like it's a difference between you saying something in anger Right. And you're saying something in bitterness or, or, or something like that, then you just saying a joke. And and we've talked about before, and I thought about some more about, you know, the heckler right. aspect. Yeah, she has the right to heckle, and yeah, he has the right to joke back at her. Um, I think that people would have handled it. You know, other comedians may have handled it differently. Mm-hmm. But for the fact, I think personally, for the fact that he apologized speaks yeah. volumes to me it does right you know and, and and it also means that he wasn't being in my opinion he wasn't being malicious yeah well here's the thing too um because i think the context matters even though people don't give a fuck right? it does it really does right but you know and, and i'm saying this to people on both sides seem to not give, give a fuck, fuck about that's context. right because there's also people who are like if you heckle someone can say anything to you it's like shut the fuck up it, that's not true that's not true. That's like saying if you heckle, someone can jump in the, out into the audience and beat the shit out of you till you die and be like, but they was heckling. Like, no, there is a fucking line. It's just not this. You know, we may or may disagree on whether this crossed the line, but there true. is everyone has their personal line. And I think 
you know i thought i found it highly ironic that i watch people on twitter that live tweet uh scared straight where the threat of rape is constantly threatened against these little little kids as you know part of the program like that's one of the main things about scared straight is telling these little boys like oh you come in here boy i'll make you my bitch you know what i mean stuff like that there's uh people that laugh at the booty warrior they sitting around that youtube clip all the time people laugh at the toss salad man but but uh, you know and uh as part of the you know argument on um on the show they even said like well imagine the person in the audience was a man because a man being raped is never funny i was like uh the fuck it ain't that's like a number one joke a lot of motherfuckers make about prison rape and shit like Like that that. you know when jerry sandusky was going to jail everyone was making that joke you know oh he gonna see how i feel don't go in them showers jerry like people were making those fucking jokes but all of a sudden it's never funny like that like is that really how we're gonna pretend that this shit went down like it's like people have just gotten so like they have their sides and they're just like in these and, bubbles and yes, it's fucking frustrating and, and and put like this and they draw the line at rape but other people go well it's okay and i think that that's the problem it's like like you say they live in a bubble where everybody says no rape we shouldn't joke about rape whatsoever but then they turned around they played sonda white sonda white that's Wanda a Sykes. tank oh god nah, that's all right you just you did now nah, you didn't really think that was her name no yeah. no no it's not a tank wanda sykes yeah yes they played george carlin yes about people who joked about the same thing and it was okay why because the contents i mean the content text it was in they had a clip you know what i'm saying so it makes a difference you know but here's it ultimately you know why it's okay ultimately because they said it's okay yeah and because they liked it they and my because they like them too right they they said it's okay that's it they're like you're not a fucking authority on anything you say it's okay and that's really everybody's shit is if you say it's okay to make a joke you say it's okay to say this certain thing in a music uh song if you say it's okay to do this shit in a fucking uh movie that you go see then it's okay and sometimes you go, it's not okay. But if you can't accept that that is everyone's personal line, then what the fuck are we talking about? You know, and that also goes for people that are defending Daniel Tosh going, well, it's the freedom of speech. Yeah, no, it's not. Too far too. It's yeah. not the fucking freedom of speech. The freedom of speech is you can say whatever. It's not the freedom from being uh, someone getting offended. It's not the freedom from someone, uh, you know, going back at you. So it's like the, it's like these bubbles of people and I'm just watching it unfold. Like people are fucking insane. They don't get, they don't even give a fuck, you know? It's, it's crazy to me, man. And, and like, an, another thing I saw that was said about him was, well, you know, comedians that are defending him are promoting a rape culture. And see, so that's some bullshit, too. Yeah, so I actually went and looked up rape culture because I was like, maybe I just, maybe that's a word that sounds worse than it is and it's not what I think because to me, when you say someone is defending rape, rape culture, culture. You're saying that it's okay to rape people. Yes. In my mind. Now that's, that's me in my ignorant mind. Maybe, you know, in the definition of this, it'll say, oh, it doesn't really mean that. But to me, when you say, uh, cause I was like, I thought the joke was funny because it was so absurd. And I don't, I don't think that he intended for anyone to be raped. I don't think if five actual people came in there and brutally gang raped that woman in front of everybody, that everyone would laugh and applaud and go, yeah, this is what we want. This is what, this is even funnier than we thought. No, I don't think that would happen. Me either. So, uh, I think that people were really trying to do that thought crime thing where if you say something, now all of a sudden you, you did it to them. 
you know Aww, it's like when on. you know it's like when louis ck has a bit about saying the n-word and it says nigger and you go oh see he's a racist and i'm like what no Oh, but he's you know clearly making a joke about the n-word nah, nah fuck that he he races i don't like him i don't like him he says the n-word and it's like okay well you got the right to be offended even if i think that's dumb right yep well okay so i went and looked it up it's it's on wikipedia so take it for what, what it's worth but it says rape culture is a controversial concept used to describe a culture in which rape and sexual violence are common and in which prevalent attitude norms practices and media normalize excuse tolerate or even condone sexual violence so you're telling me this joke from him is him saying like it i'm i'm excusing rape i'm tolerating rape and i'm condoning rape and he means it that's Oh. And you think rapists somewhere are like, yeah, Daniel Tosh gets me. I'm going to rape somebody tonight because Daniel Tosh made that joke. And it's okay. And everybody thinks it's okay because he, he supports that. Says examples of behaviors commonly associated with rape culture include victim j- blaming, which we talked about on the show, mm-hmm. uh, sexual objectification, and trivializing rape. Rape culture has uh, been used as a model behavior within social groups, including prison systems where prison rape is common and conflict areas where war rape is used as psychological warfare. Um, entire countries have also been alleged to be rape cultures. Right. Now, see, when I was thinking rape culture, I was thinking more like, yeah, uh, there's Muslim countries where you can rape a woman and then have her stoned to death for not being a virgin. Yep. To me, that's a rape culture. But maybe there's degrees of rape culture or something like, honestly, is that like because it's almost like what we talked about with homophobia, where it's like there's only one word to describe this. So I'm going to call you a homophobe the same way I call a dude that would kill and you know and drag a gay person behind their truck a homophobe it's like well that that's not the same as not feeling comfortable with a naked man in the ymca public shower i wouldn't call that yeah, the same and and, <laughs> and, the, and the thing about it people it's it to me when people get like this it's almost it's not a religion but they get in their bubble so tight and they get around the same like-minded people that they use it as religion as far as this is what i believe this is what you should believe too and if you don't believe what i believe you know i have a problem and it's not that important and it's like you're pushing your issues on other people when your issues are not their issues right especially with him starting off saying uh let you know what what are some things that we can't joke about because i think anything could be funny and someone from the audience volunteers rape and someone else goes i i don't know rape is never funny like okay um first of all this person is not starting off in a place where they would laugh at that george collin joke or that wanda sykes joke that's right they're telling you right there it can't be funny so regardless so right there there's a fallacy to play those clips on your show like yeah that that's it's actually kind of funny it's funny if you do it this way that person in that audience is saying no it's not funny their line is actually further than yours yeah the one that you decided is right and that tosh is wrong for being on the other side of right Mm -hmm. so anyway um you know, so it says, although the concept of rape culture is generally accepted theory in feminist academia, disagreement still exists over what defines a rape culture and whether a given society should be a rape culture or should be considered a rape culture. Rape culture has been observed to correlate with other social factors and behaviors. Researchers identify correlation between rape myths, victim blaming, and trivialization of rape with increased incident of racism, homophobia, ageism, classism, religious intolerance, and other forms of discrimination. Um, so like I said, man, 
my honest to god belief and, and i mean i we don't have a clip of it so there's really no way to prove it but you know and even with a clip i could see people be it could be inconclusive right mm-hmm. like maybe he says it but he's not cracking up or he's not because he does a lot of jokes where he makes the straight face afterwards yeah as part of the humor like that's right like i just said something racist and i'm gonna let everybody sit here for a second and think about what just happened yeah Yeah. like that's the the joke is as it slowly creeps over the crowd and they kind of cringe at what he said he does cringe humor as uh i believe it was my man uh saron russell put it right Mm -hmm. so i guess my question is for people that feel like this joke promotes rape culture, you really believe that he believes that. You don't think that he's even being a comedian. Like, do you believe all the other stuff he does? Do you believe every time a heckler, like, gets confronted by a comedian that they must be raging and out of line? Because, like, a lot of times uh, a, 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 a comedian would just say something like, I don't come to your job and slap the dick out of your mouth or something like that. Mm-hmm. We don't go, oh, my God, he's calling that person a prostitute and yeah. uh that's just wrong he says that person sucks dicks for a living and um i don't first of all there's nothing wrong with sucking dicks for a living and i don't appreciate that like i don't know it's just it seems kind of like overkill for me like i feel yeah. like oh go ahead Karen. yeah and, and and to me it's almost like because when it comes to comedy people have different levels of comedy people have different ways they deliver comedy and i know people want to smack the freedom of speech across this but if you're going to do that, it works both ways. Just, just like she has the right to speak up, he has the right to speak back. Right. Um, and just, just like, um, I, and I also feel as though he has to deal with the consequences of people protesting. That's also a part of the freedom of speech. Yeah, definitely. I'm not even trying to protect this man from the consequences of people doing it. I'm just saying the people that are doing it, I don't agree with. True. That's all. That's all. I literally am True. saying that. I, like I thought about I, it. I it's believe- been about three or four days. I've been thinking about yeah. it. And I'm like, I don't agree with these people. Yeah. And I don't believe that rape in any way, shape, form or fashion just cannot be funny. Yeah. And I also don't, well, I just don't believe that, uh, someone making a rape joke is the same as saying it's okay to rape people i just don't believe yeah, and, and, and and that's that's the truth and, and my thing is that yes rape is serious and if we're talking about it in a serious context okay we can we can talk about that but if it's presented in in a comedy form in a comedic manner uh, and things like that it might make you cringe but you know that this person telling the joke ain't saying okay you need to be raped yeah it, well it, even more important like they literally could say that and i would be like they don't fucking mean that this yes. is obviously a comedian on stage yes. right yes now i get you don't like certain humor certain topics yeah rail, rail against the man for all i care like it, honestly it won't move my it won't change my fucking life if this dude don't have a show no more nope. like honestly it, it, it's really not that it's just kind of like this idea of like um it, it to me it's almost offensive when people think they're so right about some shit mm-hmm. um that obviously other people disagree with them about and it's just this like smug arrogance of like fucking you, no, you, you, I'm better than you because this is my standard. It's like, well, your standard is an inch above mine. Get the fuck over yourself. True. You know, like get the fuck over yourself. Both of us are not okay with rape. How about that? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. We <laughs> we agree that it's wrong. Right. Like, uh, so I laugh at a joke and now I'm, I'm doing the same thing as this person. Like, no. and not to mention, like, we've normalized fucking murder. We've normalized violence. We've normalized all this fucking shit. 
right you can listen to a fucking song about uh misogyny and all this shit and we've all somehow kind of accepted like well that's just part of the game but but today we get to boycott this dude right i really feel like uh i think for the most part people either already didn't like this dude or they already had their lines drawn about this topic and this is their subject that they go in on people about and hey if that's your thing do you man but i don't think this dude's going anywhere um Mainly because I think most people in the world, even if they thought that was a cringe-inducing joke, do not feel that he literally wants somebody raped. And that's my point. Because, like, we've talked about before, and about it it makes it, to me, context, we've talked about before, makes a difference. So unless I see a video or something like that and it shows me something different, my, my, my view stands right where it is right now. Yeah, so I don't know. I would like to see tape of it before I start just saying that motherfuckers is, you know, out here promoting rape. And I find it really, really intriguing that nobody I saw that was railing on dude has had because I asked them. I was like, okay, you guys are saying that this is what definitely happened. So can I have some proof? Like, do y'all have a clip of the video? One person even asked me, do you have you seen the clip? And I'm like, no. Can you send it to me? No, nobody has the fucking clip. Everyone is just assuming some shit. Like that's right. Like it's just like I I feel like it's one of those things like where people on Twitter and and social media just want attention. Yep. And this is just the best avenue right now to get attention because everyone's gonna go mm-hmm, high five. You right, you know, and mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Oh, mm, you wrong. It doesn't matter if it makes sense or not. It's just yeah, like that's the truth. I don't. I have this issue too. You know. So I I don't know. I just thought that. Yeah. Shit let's was get together crazy. and hate. All right. Um, other random thoughts, but shit going on. Someone sent out an email to our entire building the other day. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're new or what, but you know how you can do those like send this to all the people in Charlotte mm-hmm. um, on email. Someone sent an email out to our entire building and it asked, could they borrow someone's iPhone car charger? I don't think they meant to do that. Not a specific person, Karen. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyone in the office. Yeah, how you can like send individually in in. To individual, and then you can do like D. Ours is like DL Charlotte, which would be just Charlotte, right? And then you could go DL entire company, which means everybody connected. Oh, no, no, I mean, they by entire company, I mean just the people in the office of Charlotte. Oh, they sent out an email to everyone who works in Charlotte and asked, could they borrow somebody's iPhone car charger? That's when you hit delete, yeah. So I sent back to them anytime. You know, because they said they somebody sent it to them. They said, "Thank you guys. Sorry for the inconvenience. I got a car charger now. Um, I, I won't send out any more emails to everybody." And I said, "Anytime, no problem." Why did they think that was smart? I, I don't like. It's weird to me because, like, what else can we do that for? Like, can I borrow somebody's HBO Go password? You know, can I, no. excuse me, uh, Charlotte office. Uh, <laughs> I, I like to I like to catch up on some Game of Thrones, but I don't have an HBO Go Do password. You? Does anyone have one I can borrow for a login for a second? Or uh, uh, can it I play? Work like that. Uh, attention, all of Charlotte office. Uh, can I borrow someone's phone to play some Angry Birds at lunch? Do y'all have a jumper cables? Because my yeah. car seems to be broke. <laughs> Because has anyone seen my friend seen my friend's DVDs? Uh, I learned I learned them out a few weeks ago, and and if you like me, you're looking at that shit like, who are you? Right. Uh, does anyone have a cup of sugar I can borrow? Uh, just bring it down to the lobby. I'll, I'll gladly give you. Anybody got sixty cent for some coke? Right. This just seems weird, man. I'm, and it's not professional. You don't do that. Yeah. Whenever people reply all to, to that kind of stuff, I love uh, replying all back. 
Yeah, yeah. Or, or what trips me out is when they do the one where they tell everybody, hey, you know, hey, we're having a function. You know, this, this, and that, and the other. And instead of the person just replying back to the person that requests everybody answer them back, they do reply, oh, I don't give a fuck that you bring the potato chips. Yeah. I actually like when the people reply all, and the reply all is, please take me off of this chain. And then it starts a new streak of everyone yeah. replying all, like, take me, me off, off too. Take me off. Take me off. <coughs> For the last time, please take me off. Yes. You know, it's like like the first person that said take me off. Look, guys, stop playing. It's real funny, okay? Now just take me off the list. Yeah, take me off the list, too. Take me off. Okay, guys, cut it out. Like, what's wrong with you? Don't you know that's going to happen? Just don't reply or delete it or whatever and move on. Yes, that's one reason why I wish I could block, block like, certain coworkers' emails. Yeah, or they start telling you about uh, shit that you don't give a fuck about, like, well, you know, I'm very busy with accounts in my job, and I don't have time for all that. Well, you had time to send out this long-ass email, asshole. Say that again. It only takes a second to delete this shit, and I'll shut the fuck up, and it'll be over when you shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Good grief. That's what I do. I delete a lot of shit. Yeah, I delete shit. They'll be like, do you read that? But I'm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah. Sure did. Mm-mm. It, 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 it was more than 140 characters. Nope. <laughs> you use the Twitter rule at work? Yeah. <laughs> Colin mm-hmm. Powell. Um... All right, so let's see what else I had here. Um, oh, yeah, we talked about this the other day, man. Um, these different companies trying to get away from Netflix and make streaming money for oh. just for just their content. Yeah, I mean, you talked about this earlier. It's some bullshit. Yeah, we saw it on Xbox Live. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, what was it, Paramount Studios has their own app? Yes, and it is terrible. How many, you said you used it, and how many movies were there? It wasn't even seven. It was like 68 movies, and all them shit was from like the 1980s. None of them were current. All of them was old. And then they wanted you to subscribe to it. And... And, and, and I know Roger going to get that random, random topic, but since we're talking about it, the thing that pisses me off is this. Everybody act like Netflix is the enemy. Netflix ain't the enemy. And the thing about Netflix, Netflix, I can play a flat fee and watch all the movies I want on my Xbox, on my computer, on my iPhone, on my Blu-ray, everywhere. Okay? Yeah. And I think that companies are like, well, we're going to take our stuff away from Netflix. Okay, cool. But if everybody does that, guess where I'm staying with Netflix? Because I'm not paying Netflix eight, nine, ten dollars, you ten dollars, you ten dollars, you ten dollars, and you ten dollars. Right. For all these movies. No, I'm not paying a hundred extra dollars a month just because y'all want to try to take money out of Netflix pocket. It, and, 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 and to me, it's, it's not a smart strategy in my opinion. Yeah, nobody has Netflix just for Paramount's movies. No. Like, there's nobody sitting around saying that shit. Like, yeah, man, you know what I like about my Netflix? Paramount. If they ever lose Paramount, man, I'm out. Like, everyone keeps making this mistake, but the thing is, Netflix has already consolidated everything. Even their competitors don't have as much content. Amazon.com or whatever, they don't have as much. Hulu don't. And it's thousands thousands upon thousands of items out there that I could pick from. And the thing is, is that uh if the, if Netflix is saying they're going to start doing their own content which is smart on their hand apart to make their own content but the thing is that people want to play hardball it, even with the uh the Walking Dead the second season you know season 1 is on Netflix I don't know it might even taken off but season 1 is on Netflix it's taking them forever to get season 2 because the AMC is like yeah you know hey you know let's talk let's make more money you know but at the end of the day 
it's about everybody making money and making a profit and it's about the consumer and me as a consumer is is like you say it's not gonna pay ten dollars for paramount for sony mgm disney like if all these channels nickelodeon start breaking off and having their own content somebody's gonna lose money and it ain't gonna be netflix because all netflix is gonna do is go get other movies that i've never seen before that i will watch and keep it keep it going yeah that's the thing i'm saying too is like nobody's gonna like they're not thinking about the customers because customers aren't gonna say okay i'm paying 15 dollars a month for netflix or whatever oh paramount has an app let me pay five dollars for that oh universal has an app let me pay five like the people don't think like that they just go netflix doesn't have paramount movies and that's it they either don't get netflix or they don't get paramount or both like they won't go get one of the they won't go get all the paramount movies or all the universal and people don't have unlimited money yeah unless they can think of a way to just monetize the content and give it away for free like put commercials in the middle of their movies which people are spoiled and will still not support by the Mm -hmm. way but unless that's what they're gonna do no one gives a fuck nope so I, I, I thought that was really weird that Paramount would have 60 movies in his app and be like this and is worth paying for the same as Netflix like no, no it's not it's not all those movies oh and, and the thing about it is that you have to be smart like HBO Go God, thank god I finally said that right mm-hmm. HBO Go the thing about HBO Go is I already pay for HBO right okay I pay for it at my cable subscription so it's not an extra dime coming out of my pocket that's completely different, and it's a premium channel. So that makes a difference, too. So unless it's going to be, you know, something where AME do AME to go, or not AME, Lord, AMC to go or something like that, right. I, I, I don't see the purpose behind it. And with the economy like it is, I don't know where they think people got all this money from that they're going to just shove out all this extra money every time you you want to divide off. Yeah, I, I think that shit's so dumb. Um, what what are you? We went and ate sushi the other day mm-hmm. at uh, Sushi Guru. Mm-hmm. Uh, this place and it was kind of expensive but it's pretty good yes it was and um i ate my sushi and then i was thinking for the first time ever i don't know why this is the first time i think this because i never eat the ginger or whatever is on there something Mm-mm. there's something on it's there. a palate cleanser is normally it's ginger and it's wasabi yeah something like that I, if i tank that i don't remember what's on there but those those things that are on there, I never eat those. No, it's called uh, ginger. Is a palate cleanser. And it comes white and sometimes it comes pink. Yeah, I don't eat that shit. That pickled whatever the fuck. I don't Hell eat that. No, this shit and, nasty. Um, don't eat wasabi either. Also, I noticed that you know they put a flower on one of my rolls. Mm-hmm. Underneath, it looks like they shredded up an entire fucking carrot, and that was the bed for my sushi. Yep. And, you know, I ate the sushi like I think most people probably do. Mm-hmm. I didn't eat the carrot. Like most people probably don't. Right. I didn't eat the flour. And I didn't eat the ginger or the wasabi. I don't either. I, I don't know if I should start telling them, hey, 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 keep your wasabi and your ginger leaves. I won't be eating that. You know, what I was thinking was, do you think, like, people in, like, starving in, like, Somalia, what do you think they would think of the way we garnish our sushi? Like we think it's pointless and waste. Like we literally garnish our food with other edible food to just throw in the trash. Mm-hmm. Like we put an entire fucking carrot. Like is oh, I'm so hungry. Can I can I have some some of your delicious <laughs> carrot? Oh no 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 no. Mm-mm. This is going in the trash no, can. Yeah, no. By sense health sense. by health's law, you know, by the law here in the state of North Carolina, once it leaves the kitchen, it has to be thrown in the trash can. Yeah. Oh no no Simpson, don't touch that. Um. <laughs> 
You don't you don't eat the carrot. You throw that away. What the, the, the carrot? I'm so hungry, and the carrot is good. No, you it's you, you, full of vitamins you, for my body. You can't have that in the other white crunchy things, which I don't know what yeah. the hell that is. That they put no, you can't eat that either. No, the car- see the carrot simsim is just to make it look good. That's just the way we want it to look delicious. Uh, but then we throw that in the trash. Mm-hmm. Well, what what about the flour? I, I know I don't eat flowers, but I will, I'm so hungry. No, 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 no. See, the flour is that's for when you take a picture of the sushi before you eat the sushi, and then you throw that in the trash too, or maybe you put the flour in your hair or something like that. But no, you don't definitely we don't, don't want to eat that flour. So we're just gonna throw that in the trash. Like you know uh, the rice noodle things that the sushi, I mean that the calamari comes on. Mm-hmm. Like we throw away more food than people probably eat. Oh yes, we do. We do. <laughs> we just like we get. We literally order like uh, chicken wings, and they'll give you a plate of celery and carrots with them. And f- most people do not eat those, with the exception of me. I know, Karen. <laughs> I know you had to bring that up, but most people do not eat that shit. I ate the hell out of them. They right. They uh. Carrots and celery. Uh, and shit, I get mad. Can you, can you move these away from my wings? Because I don't <laughs> want nothing distracting me from the delicious fried goodness of or these the chicken, chicken wings. wings. And I'm the opposite. I get pissed. I'll be like, do y'all got carrots and celery? they be like, we only have salad. I'll be like, fuck. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm sorry. I'm the only one to get angry about that one. Yeah, I was just thinking, man. We got to be the only people that garnish our shit with edible shit and then throw that shit in the trash. <laughs> like just, only in America like the back of a sushi restaurant is full of just delicious carrots and sauces and ginger and <laughs> and celery rice and, and shit that people are just like oh no no had balls all yeah, kinds of shit back noodles here. and shit like oh, no no you just sit it on the noodles and then you eat it and you throw it in the trash oh that bed of lettuce no no no, 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 no you no, won't no. be eating that mm. you're not gonna you you ate the lettuce we just what? we just laid a roll across that <laughs> oh sim sim I can't take you anywhere <laughs> Now, depending on what it is, sometimes I will eat all the way down to the gone, but it got to be delicious. All right, man. This is the last random thought because I guess we got to move on, even though I got some more. But I, I'm, uh, you know, I'm going to save some for Thursday and stuff. Okay. Um, I finally figured out after all this time why women don't get paid as much as men. Now, I know it's very controversial, people. And I'm sorry. I would love that for women to get paid as as much as much as me and people i would love for it to happen mm-hmm. but you know i've always speculated you know first i thought it was because of chivalry you know the office catches on fire i'm still expected to hold that door open for you and let you get out first you know so that's why i make you know 0.2 percent more than you or whatever but now i realize that that's not it at all karen the truth of the matter is I was in my office and I was walking back to my desk and the lady that sits behind me, she was doing some work or something or she wasn't there. So her screensaver was on, right? Mm-hmm. And when her screensaver, you can kind of see the background of her computer, like what her desktop is. Mm-hmm. And uh, you want to guess what her desktop screensaver is? What? It's a shirtless Shamar Moore staring at, staring at you with that sexiness. He's look like he just finished working out. He's kind of glistening and just staring at you like, mm-hmm, girl, process them papers. Right? And no one has had, no one said shit to her about that. No one. Like, this is the same company where they get on your dress code. They'll talk about how long you've been at break. They they don't want people, like, snacking on times where they're not supposed to be snacking. They don't want people, um, you know, doing all this shit where they will literally watch you like a hawk 
shirtless Shamar Moore, perfectly fine. Oh, he he was perfectly fine. It's perfectly fine to be on her desktop. I guess so. So I guess my question is, if that's the case, do you think, and be honest, do you think if I put like a picture of Sarah J shirtless or maybe with a bathing top on or something like swimsuit on my fucking computer desktop that I would even be working there right now or I wouldn't, Hell I wouldn't get caught no, out. no, brother. So is that why women make less? Because that because no one's gonna say nothing to this woman, and and to be and to be and I'm not even hating like I, as, I'm not even going to I wouldn't even tell my boss that shit like it's not a secret everyone's seen it her her cube is in a place where you walk by and you see it people have walked up to her you know bosses managers have walked up to her and been like hey uh, let me ask you this question and shirtless Shamar Moore is looking their ass right in the face and nobody's gonna say shit and and I think it's just. It's the standards are weird because I think because it's a male, everybody goes, oh, well, but if it's a female, they were like, oh, we're going to have a sexual harassment lawsuit. Get that fuck off your screen. Right. But if I put that on my computer of Sarah J, right, mm-hmm. and was like, uh, yeah, so this is what I'm into and uh, she's doing it so I can do it. They make they would take my shit down and then they go take her down because they took me down. Not because yeah, they no, felt she was so wrong, but because, right. well, Rod ruined it for you. Right? And it, yeah. To take it a step further, I bet they'd even do it if I put up a shirtless Shamar Moore. I bet they'd even do it then. Like, yes, they would because they would assume that you were gay. Right? They'd be like, sir, take that, take that shit down. Take, okay? that, take, that, take that down, sir. We, I don't we, care. You don't want to hear about your gay life. Put, right. Take that down. You know, I'm eating a Chick-fil-A sandwich right now, and that shit's got to come down, okay? But, but, yeah, I just find it funny. And I want, like, because... But as much as we want to act so advanced and the workplace is this and the workplace is that, women definitely get away with shit that dudes can't. Like there's a uh, there's a chick at, at my job that also you know like she and actually it's not one it's many. We got sent a email out like hey this is the dress code mm-hmm. right? Oh you don't don't talk about that but yeah people been violating the dress code right? Yes. And unless you have like an asshole boss. Nobody enforces that shit ever, on, on, especially on women. On dudes, it's a little different because I think what we wear is so like it's such a formula. It's like it's got to be a polo shirt, um, or it's got to be a button-up yeah, shirt, or um, it's got to be a shirt with a tie. Um, like, um, unless you're in an office where you have like female supervisors, right? That's like jealous of other women's bodies, so they will constantly be on like the women, woman with the big titty, woman with the big ass, that you know, like they'll yeah. constantly be on. You know, those type of uh, people or, or either they don't have nothing that's stupid to watch you. Yeah, but it's just I just thought it was so like, huh, that is funny that that's been there going on like four weeks now. Ain't nobody said shit. I refuse to believe nobody's noticed. It's not like she's hiding it. Like you go to lunch, you walk by that area, you will see her computer and it's shirtless Shamar Moore looking like he's ready to take you. <laughs> Take you down. I'm just saying, man. I don't get the whole, oh, no, nah, we're just not going to pretend. We're just not going to say nothing to her. Like, I don't know, man. This is aggravating, I guess. But And, and, it's, and, it's, and it's frustrating on every, on every side because when it comes to that, sometimes, you, sometimes, just from my personal perspective, sometimes you feel like it might be favoritism going on or, you know, it's something like that where you're going, well, why ain't nobody saying anything to her? But then I know I finally get to the reality. Did you know what? I really don't give a fuck, and let four o'clock come so I can take my black ass home. Yeah, all right, man. Oh, I guess I got one more random thought I, f- I forgot about. Um, who 
who are these people that try hard and pick up basketball all the time like i was playing ball this weekend i played saturday morning and this little italian dude kept pushing me like i would be standing in the paint on offense not even trying to post up or anything just standing there and he would just like push me like with both his hands try to push me out of the paint not even like basketball push where you like kind of use your leverage and your legs and your body but like full force using his arms to push me in my back and like he you know he did it a couple times i kind of was like yeah whatever and then you know i would just start posting up and you know play play through it or whatever but you know um, it didn't like a couple times like i would do a move or something like i go up to to shoot it and he would just push me in the air I was like, that's, the- that's how you get hurt in basketball. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is wrong? Like, it happened the first time. I was like, was that an accident? Like, who who plays like that? Like, it's, there's not a fucking scout out here. Like, this is an NBA summer league. No one's trying to make the team. Nigga, we have work in 48 hours. I'm not getting hurt out here for you and vice versa. You shouldn't be wor- be worried about if I'm going to hurt you. Like, and you should just not- be playing. And my thing is that why do people take... Why MCA basketball so serious? They not paying you shit. You pay to you pay to come play there, right? And so I, like, this is going on like pretty much the whole game. So and people were noticing it. So finally, man, one time he pushed me, I knocked his arm off of me. I said, "Man, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, why, why are you pushing me like this?" He's like, "Well, you can't just stand in the paint. It's it's more than three seconds." I was like, "Are you gonna call five seconds out of bounds? You gonna call backcourt now?" What we gonna, what we gonna call double, uh, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna start calling illegal defense? Like, get the fuck out of here, man. Like, I'm not coming here to fight. I came here to play basketball. You know, like, it was just, like, he just really was like, but, but it's, you know, you you can't be in the paint just all like that standing all day. I'm like, and your ass can't be pushing. Ain't no refs out here to be like, stop pushing this man either. You know, like, I'm not sure what your point is, but there's ways to get a person out the paint without like, Full force just running up and pushing them motherfucker, man. Ain't that the truth. And, and my thing is that, yeah, did, we was at Harris Teeter one day, and I forgot the young boy's name, but he came to us, and he told us how somebody ended up doing that one time, pushing him out the air. He ended up falling down and, like, breaking his arm. Yeah. And when we seen him, he actually had to get, like, a metal plate in his arm because somebody ended up pushing him, pushing him in the air. That shit's dangerous. Yeah, man. And, like, it was weird, too, because, like, after the game was over, you know, and I won. We won the game. I hit the game when it shot on that little punk ass motherfucker, and uh, he uh, he lost and he was mad and I was glad because fuck him. And <laughs> so then a couple games later, I was like, all right, I'm about to go. I gotta go do the podcast. So you know, I put my clothes on, get ready to leave and shit. And uh, dude, dude, dude was watching the game like maybe ten feet away from me. He was watching the the, the current game on the court, and somebody hit like a game winning shot or something. And uh, I just laughed or something because I was like, oh, that's a good shot. And he tried to laugh and look at me like, yeah, we're, we're buddies now. And I looked at him. I, my face went blank. Like, motherfucker, please. Not you. Everybody, you, you ain't the one. Everybody else, ha, 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 you fuck you still. Always. Like, and today, I was playing ball, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I play ball, and we, you know, with this dude named uh, Jason, 
pretty cool dude man i thought at least and you know i know him pretty well we play ball together and uh we play with like me justin damon and this other dude we'll go to this ymca like and run with our five you know so you know and, and if someone's running late we'll wait to play with that person and shit and sometimes he'll run late and we'll be like okay let's wait till jason gets here and then we'll play so we can keep our you know little team intact mm-hmm. so um <laughs> He, you know, we played ball together Saturday. It was cool. We had a little conversation. You know, I'm like, oh, cool, man. I've even told him before, like, sometimes people on uh, at that YMCA will be assholes to him. And I'll be like, man, I got your back, dog. Fuck them. If they talking shit about you, fuck them. I don't care who they are, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, today we were playing ball. Now, he was on the opposite team of me. And so I went up for a rebound. And he came over and just hit my arm, and the ball went out of bounds, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, foul. You know, you hit my arm, and the ball went out of bounds, foul. You know, he's like, man, you going to call that shit like a bitch or something? I was like, hmm, that's uh, kind of some pretty strong, aggressive. Kind of some strong words there, but I'm not sure if you understand what just happened there. You hit me, which is a foul. That's right. You hit me, dog. You I had, hit me. I, I clearly had the ball in my hands. The ball went out of bounds, and I called foul. Like, if the ball would have stayed in bounds, I might could have just not called, and we could have kept playing. But because you fouled me, and it was gonna be a turnover, like, fuck that shit. We gotta go the other way. I'm not turning it over because you fouled me, and we supposed to be friends. Like that's stupid, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, and I expect the same thing. Like, if I fouled you, and it was gonna turn out to be a turnover for your team, I don't expect you to go. Well, hey, fuck it, shit happens, right? No, I say do the no. call foul, and we go down here and we play some defense to see what happens. And um, so he, you know, he said the first time I kind of let it go because I was like, yeah, okay, man, I'll be a bitch then. Let's just go the other way as long as I got the ball, right? Yep. So you know that happened, and like a couple minutes later, you know, more plays happened. We ended up beating them by like three or four points, and uh, won the game. And so. You know, after the game, he's like, man, you got this bitch on your team, man. You over here acting like a bitch. You're talking about a little weak-ass bitch shit, bitch. I was like, are you serious right now? He's like, he's like, yeah, man, you a bitch or something. And I was like, well, you know what? I'll be a bitch then, but at least we want to get the fuck off my court. I know, it's so. <laughs> they hate when you do that, by the way. Motherfuckers hate when you win and you tell them to get the fuck off the court. <laughs> but that's the truth. That shit. Talk your, talk your ass on the sidelines, <laughs> not playing. Because I'll be like, we win. You mad. And so I started doing the you mad thing to him. That's right. I had to. I couldn't help. Like, Justin was there and everything. I was like, oh, man, you know what? This seems like, hmm, <laughs> someone is mad. <laughs> You are mad right now. And you know, Justin do it all wrong, too, so I know it was fucked up. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you mad. You mad, too. So, like, after we play the next game or whatever, um, like, uh, his teammate lost or whatever, so they're on the sideline. So uh, his teammates were asking me, like, what's he so mad about? And I was like, well, look, man, this is what happened. You know, I went up for the rebound. I got the rebound. He fouled me, and then the ball went out of bounds. He didn't touch the ball. So I couldn't lie and be like, oh, ball out on him, my ball, because he would have just said, I didn't hit the ball, I hit you. That's what motherfuckers do, like children. Like they go, I didn't hit the ball, I hit you. It's like, well, that's still fucked up. It should still be my ball. You didn't You didn't call foul. You called out on me or some shit like that. It's like, are you, you weren't going to give me the ball anyway, right? You were that, just going to foul me and take it. Yeah. I, and I told him, I was like, if I would have let you took the ball, no, that's being a bitch. 
okay me sitting up here getting punked that's being a bitch that's not about to happen nope. so you just gonna be mad today yes you are sir right so so like after the game he's, he walks up he's like you know uh, now meanwhile when he was calling me a bitch he was all loud but when he apologized it's all like hey man you know i i, I apologize man I, I shouldn't have went that far and i was like nah man no that's over the line i don't accept that shit because i don't do that to you <laughs> like fuck that and it came uh, out of nowhere right i was like nigga we we ball together for all this time and you just think i'm a bitch nah man that came from somewhere or if you just mad then live live with being mad because i'm mad now how about that that's we be right. mad together that's nigga. that's right so i was like no i'm not forgiving this shit like fuck it you know i i don't i'm okay with you being mad at me or uh, and thinking i'm a bitch <laughs> fine i don't know what kicked in i don't know if someone else talked to him or he just had time to think about it and realize that shit was over the line yep but i was like that's cool you know um so then i went and played ball some more and stuff and then he got ready to go at the end of the day and he apologized again and i was just like yeah man it's cool fuck it you know because my mind is like i ain't really forgetting any of this shit so Mm-mm. that's fine that's cool absolutely uh fuck it be be mad uh but everything's cool on your end but i will never forget like i just don't forget shit like that my mind doesn't work that nope, way and i remember too like next time something happens we start at that point like it's not like it, i don't have a reset button so like if he says something to me again i'm like oh yeah you also call me a bitch in front of everybody. So, yeah, this is just more of your true colors coming through, in my opinion. Yes, sir. You know? So, yeah, I just thought that was crazy because, like, it's pick up basketball, people. <clears throat> Nobody's getting fucking paid. What about that? Don't people understand? None of us are ain't, ever ain't, going to be shit. No, none of y'all. Y'all ain't nobody there making even the league minimum wage. Right. None of us are getting paid to play basketball. It's not, it's not even, it's like, it's ridiculous to me. It's, yes, and it's stupid. If it's not fun, I wouldn't even be there. So the fact that people letting it get that serious, I don't know if it's the summer heat or what, man. Some other nigga tried to act like he was going to start a fight with my boy Mike. And then he uh, ran to his bag, and I'm like, oh, shit, he must got a gun or a knife or something. Man, this nigga runs to his bag for a fucking phone. Who we about to call? And he the one's probably... Put his phone in his pocket, because we're still playing the game now. Clock didn't stop. Put his phone in his pocket on the court. And then he kept playing. I'm like, what the fuck? And then later after they won the game, he put he put the phone back up. But I was thinking, like, was he going to call his boys to fight? Because I, maybe I just don't have those type of friends. But, um, nigga, don't ever call me to fight. I'm not going to jail for you. Oh, 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 my family. I done told my mama. I done told my aunts. I done told my cousins. I done told them all. I'm not going to jail and getting locked up for none of y'all niggas. If I go to jail, it's going to be on my own accord. I love my husband very dearly, but I ain't even going to jail for him. I love him very dearly. So, because somebody, because you couldn't handle your shit talking at the court. I'm supposed to put the Xbox down, drive across town, and fight some random niggas I don't know because of you? No. The fuck is that bullshit? Then like, I'm sitting around on minutes notice ready to fight. Like, oh, I hope I get that call today. I'm going to fuck somebody up. It's, oh, it's crazy, man. I don't know why. Like, the other thing I was looking at, too, is like, if that's the dude that picks up the phone to call people to fight, I got a feeling that people know that's the dude that picks up the phone to call people to fight. Yes. And they're probably not worried about that call. No. And, 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 and I guess, though, 
way I look at it is like this. Nigga lose my number. Yeah. Um, because like I said, I'm not the one. I'm not breaking I'm not I'm not paying no bonds. I'm not doing no uh what you what you could do when you co signing. Right. Um but that's that's just me. It's just not in my nature. For me to stand up for something and fight, it has to be something that I truly, 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 truly really believe in. Yeah, like other dude, than that. Mm-mm. Like I'm trying to imagine how that call goes where it's like ring ring. Yo, what's up, man? Hey man, I need you to come down here right now. I'm at the YMCA. What's going on, man? Everything okay? He gonna be like, "Hello," talking to me. He gonna be like, "Hello, right. hello." What's uh, I thought? But yes. I, oh, you would just hang up and them just just even calling you? Oh, I'm, I'm, mm-mm, mm-mm, see, I got it. I would like. I'm not gonna front. I would at least find out what they want. I'm not that kind of person that just hangs up. Somebody just going. I'm at the Y. Of what? You at the Y? Bye, no, Karen. No, 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 no. Once they explain the situation to me, and we get to the point, yeah, where they, where yeah, they I'm like, getting to that. Okay. Mm-mm. I was so I'll be like, Karen yeah, just gonna hang up on them. Anyway, I'll be like. Yeah, man. Um, is everything okay, man? What's wrong? It's, yeah, man. Everything is cool, but I need some help down here. These niggas is tripping. Oh, what happened, man? Somebody hit you? You got jumped or something? Somebody threatened you? N- nah, man. Nah. I was playing ball, right? And I went. I was in the paint. You know, I, I was I was driving down. I, you know, I was running through the paint, and I ran into this dude, and he kind of he kind of pushed me out the way. Oh, and then what happened? No, I'm saying, nigga, he pushed, he pushed me out the way. And what happened? Did you swing? Two hands. And well, I told that nigga, don't be pushing. He was like, if you come in the paint, pushing me, I'm going to push you back. And I was like, fuck that. I'm calling my boy. So I ran to him. That's why I'm calling you. I'll be like, nigga, don't hey, ever call me again over some this, bullshit. I'm, I'm trying to say, I'm not about throwing punches. Like, are you hurt? Are people trying to beat you up? No. Nigga, I'm not wasting the gas. Get off my phone. It's 97 degrees outside, dude. It's hot. I'm not getting in my car to come catch a case for your ass. No. In 97 degrees temperature, dog. Mm -hmm. Call me when some shit pops off. Call me from the hospital if you get beat up. Okay. And see, not. not, I'll come. I'll come see you. uh, Do you know what? I will too. Uh, Yeah. After you got your ass up, I'd be more than happy to come and see you and tell you how stupid that is. I'm not about. I'm not about. Um. Uh, throwing punches. Yeah. I'm not about getting assaulted or, be, or, 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 or assaulting somebody. I'm about pressing them charges. I'm about letting the police officers do their job. If somebody don't get punched in the face and get beat up, let it be somebody get paid for it. I'm going to get my ass whooped for free. Yeah, that shit's ridiculous. And not just, even if you win the fight, best case scenario, you probably catch a case. Yeah. And, assault. And, and, and I, I mean, because you're beating I, people up where police are at in the YMCA. I, I don't want that shit either. No, thank you. Oh, so fucking stupid, man. I was looking at dude like, the, the only thing that probably helped that dude is that it wasn't a gun or a knife or something. Because at that point, I'm just going to get the police and being like, yep, this nigga got to go. Mm-hmm. He oh, got yeah. a gun. I'm like, I'm not about to keep playing ball in here with no niggas got a gun. And I come here just so I can be away from people to do that shit. Yeah. Also, I found my basketball. Bertha is back. How? What was it? That shit got reverse stole by the YMCA. They took my ball and put a fucking G on it like it was already there. It's like, ball G. I was like, the fuck it is? <laughs> this is my shit. <laughs> oh, somebody was just picking up ball. They're like, hey, here's an extra ball. I mean, normally they do the other shit where they, like, somebody, um, 
steals their balls like people will take the ymca ball, ball yes and and go home with it but literally the ymca took my basketball and kept it and and was like it's ours now and i went and the fucked up part is i went up to there when i lost my ball and i was like hey did someone t- actually even turn in my basketball for a ymca basketball because um you know my my ball is uh you know it's it's mine and and, and i, I so i might have left it here someone might have accidentally turned it in by mistake and i was like nope and I'm like, I asked them the same day it went missing. So that means that motherfucker put that G on my ball and lied to my motherfucking face. <laughs> he may not have. Somebody else may have. No, it was, no, it's only one lady that works there. And I can't believe she would do me like this. <laughs> I've seen several old ladies that work there. She knows my name and everything. Lil, that's fucked up, man. You're wrong, Lil. <laughs> You're wrong for that bullshit, man. You stole my ball. I don't care how many people stole y'all shit. That's my shit. And it's, I, I know it's so, I to, sir. I had to steal my own basketball back today. I was like, oh, like I'm supposed to feel like a criminal. I'm would you, uh, do you, would you draw a line through the G? No, I think I'm going to take it home. I took it home in my bag, but I think I'm going to write on there uh, TBGWT. Yeah. To go with that G, because fuck them. <laughs> basketball stealing motherfuckers. <laughs> Steal my shit. <laughs> Nigga, I work there. Y'all stole from me. I know they pay you. To, they pay you to show up. Kind of asshole shit is that, man? Anyway, um, <laughs> male contraceptive. What about them? Gel might be able to be applied directly to the skin. Now, remember before we had this conversation, and people really got mad because, or not mad, but they were like, "Rod, you crazy? Love done made you crazy?" Because I was like, I would take needles to my testicles every seven years. To make it where my wife doesn't need birth control. Because birth control has all kinds of different effects on women. Some positive, some negative. negative. Um, And it's so experimental. Like, you change one thing, next thing you know, it's like you got this problem that you didn't have before. I know so. You got that problem. You know, you don't believe me? Watch a birth control commercial on Oxygen during uh, the Bad Girls Club. And when they explain all the fucking side effects to go with it. Right. Ten seconds of commercial. 45 seconds of shit that could go wrong. You could have a blood clot. Do not take this if you are smoked. Do not take this if you are in childbearing age. Do not take this if you are breastfeeding. Do not. Yes. Yeah, you will die. Don't ever let a jacket pill touch you. Uh, so <laughs> it's like all this shit is in there. And I was like, if I could just, if, if they, you know, according to the study, there was no side effects for men. And it was just, you got to take this needle to the balls. I would do it. Right. Well, apparently now there's a gel. Uh, let's see what the article says. When it comes to taking charge of one's reproductive fate, women have had reliable birth control methods for decades now. For men, the story is completely different. Though not lack, for lack of trying, the medical establishment has failed to produce a consistently reliable method of contraceptive. Because males can't get pregnant. So they're like, hey, why should we waste our fucking time? That is both non-permanent and healthy for men to take. But research coming out of Los Angeles Biomedical Research Institution at Harbor UCLA Medical Center has changed via a simple gel applied directly to the skin. The Cree ingredients here are well known. They've been combined in hopes of creating male contraceptive before. The male has hormone testosterone, which naturally possesses some contraceptive effectiveness, and progestin. Uh, which boosts the effectiveness of testosterone, uh, have been in tandem before. Previously, these methods involved injections of progestin or pills or even implants that administer it, and they've been largely ineffective. The breakthrough here is the introduction of a new th- synthetic progesterone called nosterone, uh, which along with testosterone, 
leads to dramatic reductions in sperm production that made pregnancy a far outside chance applied to the skin together through transdermal gels so hey who wouldn't love putting that on you know slap some of that gel on hope it's not cold hope it's that woman stuff you know that came out jelly cold yeah slap some gel on that like oh yeah Oh, yeah. This has two purposes. <laughs> yes. Not going to have no kids. And, oh, nah, I could take a nap. Apply to the skin, <laughs> apply to the skin together through transdermal gels, testosterone and nosterone nost- nost- produce significantly reduced sperm counts in roughly 89% of men. Moreover, the gels can be easily applied to men at home. No need to swing by the clinic at regular intervals for a booster shot of progesterone. Um, Nosterone also cuts down on some of the side effects, acne, changes in cholesterol levels, etc., associated with some other progesterones. So, yeah, you don't have to worry about acne and all that shit. Of course, the reduced sperm count in 89% of men isn't exactly perfect. Women using approved birth control experience a pregnancy rate at just three-tenths of a percent by compa- uh, per year by comparison. So, they're like women are 99.7% chance they won't get pregnant if they fig- use the pill right. Correctly, yes. Yeah, men, it looks like it's going to be 89% of men will, this will actually work on. Which uh, is still, you know, 11% chance of impregnating somebody is this, pretty high. It is, but it's high compared to the women's. And, and to an extent, I, I, I understand it's easier to control one egg than about a gazillion sperms. Right. Um, figuring out that last 10% or so will no doubt be the hardest part of research. So don't look for these lotions on store shelves anytime in the near future. But yeah, I was just thinking, I wonder if people would do that. Cause you're not actually, yes, they would. you know, if they got this up to say 99.7 or whatever it is for women and you're not actually going to be, um, you know, uh, sticking anything in your balls. You just rub it on your balls when you're at home. They would, but motherfuckers will still be lazy and not use that shit. But yeah, they, yeah, it, it would be nice. Yeah, it'll be the, become a new standard of like laziness. Like you know what? They they would have to put it in the KY jelly or some shit. All right. Um, I also saw this shit. Um, apparently, TV personality Gerardo Rivera 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 made headlines months ago when he cha- claimed that Trayvon Martin was killed because of his hoodie. Okay. And not because of his race. Oh, why, why is he, Remember that? Being yes. black has nothing to do with it. He was wearing a hoodie. It could have happened to my son, anybody. Now Rivera is standing by a statement. Of course. Like, that's surprising. Rivera apparently appeared on Fox News on Friday to discuss Chicago's rising murder rate. And he claims that some of the city's homicides occurred when the victims wore thug wear. He went on to say, I was right about the hoodie, wasn't I? I hate to brag, but I got criticized by every pundit in America when I said Trayvon Martin would be alive, but for the fact that he was wearing thug wear. He was wearing the hoodie. Turns out, now that we look at George Zimmerman's interview with police, he didn't profile Trayvon Martin because he's black. He profiled him because he was wearing a hoodie. He was a strange kid wearing the same garb like the other perpetrators of house break-ins in this community. Okay, here's the thing. Number one, are we really taking George Zimmerman's word? Because also, according to him, he say really he didn't shoot him because of the hoodie. He shot him because uh, he said, I'm going to kill you or some shit. And he decided he was going to kill Trayvon, right? Yeah, and my thing is this. I think Geraldo 
is old and he just want to stay relevant. So mm-hmm. I think he just says out irrelevant or relevant. Irrelevant. Okay. I'm um, not irrelevant. I wish he was irrelevant. <laughs> Me too. Um, he wanted to stay relevant, so he just says outlandish shit to kind of keep his name rolling around. Mm. Um, because to me, that's very, very stupid. And what's considered thugwear? You might as well say blackwear. That's that. You know, in my perspective, that's what you might as well say. Well, it's. I mean, but here's the thing: the people killing each other in Chicago is not just like. Hey, that dude wearing a hoodie. Let's kill him. No. Like, that's not what's going on. And some of the people are wearing hoodies. It's not every everybody. Last, like, it's so fucking stupid. And I remember him apologizing for this shit. And I really, and I knew his apology wasn't sincere then. And it's really been proven. Yeah. By the fact that he's like, see, I told you so. It's like, you told me so what, nigga? Like, you didn't tell me shit. You actually, you supposedly apologized. So, which one am I supposed to believe? The apology or the or what you said at first? Did you just apologize? Because but, so many people jumped on him. That's why. Right. Where's your word at, dude? What's your word worth? His word ain't worth shit. He's just talking at the side of his neck. Yeah. And uh, speaking of Trayvon, George Zimmerman is attorney Mark O'Mara feverishly working to get Judge Kenneth Lester removed from the case. Zimmerman claims he won't receive a fair trial under his eye. And it's like, yeah, the judge that you lied to about... Say that again. <laughs> about not having no passports, not having no bank accounts. You and your wife in there staying cold about how much money you got in these in your PayPal account and bullshit like that. No, that should keep that judge on there. Yeah, it says in a 17-page document filed Friday, Zimmerman says Judge Lester's response in the July 5th order that set him free on $1 million bail exhibited signs of bias. Judge Lester wrote at the time Zimmerman flaunted the system and practiced deception upon the court. Now, clearly, these are both things that happened, by the way. Hello. The motion explains that Judge Lester's statements were disingenuous, self-serving manipulations. Zimmerman also claims Judge Lester and the court departed from his role as an impartial, objective minister of justice. Even though, of course, Zimmerman had a secret passport and uh, he was still collecting money that he wasn't claiming. Yes. Let's see. The motion explains. Okay. The prosecution has yet to respond to the motion and plans to release a formal statement early next week. However, attorneys flat out object to the defendant trying to disqualify Judge Lester. Uh, Zimmerman remains free on one million dollars bond and is currently staying in a safe house in Seminole County, Florida. So, yeah. What? Just what an asshole. Anyway, but yeah, it's, it's just weird how these fucking conservatives feel the need to defend that motherfucking George Zimmerman, man. It's like, really? Do do does he need a defender? All right, man. Let's play some guest the race. Let's do this. Um, chat room, you guys are the only contestants today. Yes, all you chat room today. So I hope you guys are uh, ready to uh, ready to play. Ready to play, man. Just uh, I'll try to censor what I can because I know y'all niggas are too ratchet for your own good. Uh, here's the first story on guest the race. To understand this waitress's reaction, we have to explain Seth Collins's caption. That's what he wanted. He was sort of a a free spirit. He being Seth's younger brother, Aaron, who passed away last week. A lack of oxygen to his brain. Three weeks after his 30th birthday, the family learned about Aaron's will with a very interesting request. He wanted us to go out and leave a huge tip. And he said, not 25%. I'm talking $500 for a pizza. Aaron didn't have much money, so his brother set up a website in his name explaining everything. One day later, with $500 in hand, 
The Collins family went out to eat. Well, this is where it's happening. Puccini's smiling teeth, where one waitress was about to be all smiles herself. She's coming over to fill up drinks or ask how we're doing, and I'm thinking she has no idea what's about to happen. Then the bill arrived. <laughs> The tip was more than 700%. The gesture, priceless. To see it happen once, he would have been thrilled. For him to see what's happened since then, he would have been just as amazed as we are. When Seth checked before our interview, the website had more than $17,000 in donations. And that just touches all of us, that, that it had that much of an emotional impact. As long as people keep donating, Seth plans to keep on giving. It's been unbelievable. All for a dying brother's last wish. Oh, all right. So chat room, can you guess the race of the Collins family, uh, the people who are giving the tips to the waitress? They are all people that give uh, $500 tips to randomly. They start a website and everything. Let's see. Everybody white says Nick Jew. White Courtney West, a dirty blue cheese white person, says Popson. Uh, the blind side white, white like home, like a home team's uniform, rapist of the mother Africa. These Caucasians are high, high these Caucasians are high as shit, 700% tip on pizza, equal good weed. <laughs> N-45SPF uh, neater. <laughs> oh man, alright, well yes, the correct answer is white. All of them were white guys, so. Um, yeah, but I thought that was a cute story, man. That was cool. Like, to go out and give a $500 tip to a waitress. I would love to do that if I could afford it. Yeah, now they have a website where they're doing that, like, constantly. Like, they got $17,000 now. They just, I just hope that shit don't turn out where they just start, like, stealing the money and shit. And years later, it's like, this family paid for this mansion by lying about their dead brother's wish. Yes. Uh, people ain't shit. No, that's right. Um, let me take a break to talk some sword waving news. Okay. Of the sword ratchet kind. Remember we talked about. We do. Remember we talked about a couple uh, that got shot dead by, or one person got shot dead by uh, police. Mm-hmm. Uh, waving a sword or some shit. Well, apparently he was a blogger. Okay. And he thought he was the messenger of God. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I guess um, God didn't allow him to block them bullets, did he? Guess <laughs> mm. <laughs> not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he didn't have enough faith. <laughs> A samurai sword wielding attacker shot dead by Malaysian police near Prime Minister Najib Razak's office had told his wife he was a messenger of God. Future. Putrajaya, police chief Abdul Razak Majid, said the unemployed 47-year-old named Khalif Afandi Abdul Hamid was a me- member of a deviant cult. His wife said he claimed to be Imam Mahandi or a messenger of God. Khalil, who blogged under the name Jaya Nagara or Successful Nation in Malaysia, called on Muslims last month to abide by the teachings of Allah and to shun immoral activities. So he really thought he was like a man or some shit. Oh. I guess so. 
uh, a mom i mean in M- monday's incident a bare-chested khalil and a woman named Madala- madalena ahmad 28 tried to force their way into the prime minister's office complex when guards stopped them they whipped out their samurai swords and entered the complex in putrajaya uh the administrator i guess he went from the leaf village yeah i I feel like he thought he was in the matrix nigga running up in offices with swords and shit the administrative capital near uh kuala lumpur smashing the windscreens of the cars parked outside and sparking a security alert an official said the pair got within 100 meters of najib's office and that the prime minister was present at the time mudalina is being treated at a local hospital for a shot to the leg so I guess the woman only got shot in the leg. Khalil was shot in the arm and groin by police and pronounced dead at the hospital. So, mm. wow, man, it's so like these sore people are crazy. Yes, they are, sir. Uh, you sent me this story. Uh, if you want to talk about, um, I guess a mayor is paying his people, city workers, minimum wage. Mm-hmm. Scranton, Pennsylvania. Um, union representing city workers in Scranton, Pennsylvania, plan to at- ask a county judge to hold the mayor in contempt of court after he cut the pay of almost 400 municipal employees, including himself, to the state's minimum wage, saying the city can't pay the full salaries. Mayor Chris Doherty, a Democrat, temporarily cut the wages of police, firefighters, and others to 7.25 an hour Friday, hours after a judge issued an injunction requested by three unions that are, that represent most of the workers. A lawsuit filed July 2nd in Lackawanna County Church Court. Lackawanna County Church Court. Church? Why do I want to say church? <laughs> Lackawanna sounds like a place that got a church, I guess. I don't uh, know. Yes, sir. On behalf of the unions, argue that cutting the salaries unilaterally would violate the workers' contracts under state laws governing public employees as well as federal law. Meanwhile, Scranton's business administrator said the city had just $5,000 in the bank last week after transferring enough money to cover the city's payroll of seven twenty-five an hour. The state... And the in the nation's minimum wage, Mayor Doherty has said that once the immediate crisis is over, workers will be paid their deferred pay. So mm-hmm. it's just seven twenty five temporarily, if you mm-hmm. believe that, mm-hmm. right? Like, why would I believe you? You never said shit about me needing to make minimum wage when I got the job. Now it's temporary. Like next thing you know, I'm going to be making the same as the nigga at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Mr. Doherty didn't respond to requests for comment, obviously. <laughs> Thomas Jennings, a Philadelphia attorney uh, representing the union, said Monday he planned to file a motion Tuesday with the Lackawanna County Court. Asked the court to hold the mayor and city in contempt. Mr. Jennings said he also prepared to file a lawsuit against the city. A federal court arguing the city has violated the Federal Fair Labor Standards Act by not paying full wages of overtime or overtime. The labor dispute is the latest turn in Scranton's pro- uh, protracted fiscal tra- uh, crisis. Like other municipalities, the blue-collar city of 75000 in northeastern Pennsylvania has been hit by a shrinking tax base and rising costs for city workers to pay and benefits. In recent years, Scranton gained notoriety as the home of, the, of course, the office, the TV show. Um, so, yeah, I just... Like, I wonder what's going on if it's just politics. Cause sometimes, you know, it's like, could the mayor just be trying to score a victory? Like, yeah, I, I set those unions straight, vote for me. And I was about to say, and that's my problem when people wanting to break down unions. Cause you know, if there was no unions, people really couldn't protest this. Like, they would basically have to eat that pay. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, they wouldn't have a front to come up and say, no, y'all can't do this. And fucking bills don't stop. 
yeah the city's unions say they are caught in a political fight between the mayor and the city council over how to cover a 16.8 million dollar gap in the city's 2012 budget mr Doughty proposed a 78 percent property tax increase over three years and an increase in garbage collection fees the city council rejected the plan and wanted the mayor to consider other revenue sources i wonder what they were saying, like, what were the revenue sources they want him to consider? A city council member who has been supportive of the question. mayor says the council has yet to offer any firm alternatives to the mayor's budget proposals. He said he would support trying to institute a 1% countywide sales tax increase, which would need state approval. So, okay, now, yeah, like, so basically, their alternative, and uh, and the question for that is, would that actually cover the difference? Mm, probably not. Cause I like that's a lot of politicians do that where they go to the paper and they go, no, here's my plan. I would do this, and it's like, okay, so how would that fix everything? Nope, it'll give them no. But uh, it it sounded good, didn't it? You know, Mr. McGough said he thought cutting the workers' pay was a desperate measure that was made to have funds to help maintain health and other benefits. In the absence of any other solution, this seemed to be the best alternatives. Uh, alternative, but uh, most counties, uh, city council members oppose the wage cut, said Pat Rogan, another city uh, city council member. Uh, obviously, it's a violation of all the labor contracts that the city has. Mr. Rogan said he supports privatizing the city's garbage collection and sewer authority to raise revenue. So, yeah, they could basically sell out the garbage collection services and all that stuff to, like, private organizations, which... You know, essentially, basically means firing city employees, mm-hmm. and you know, hiring outside company. Yeah, and even then, that's not necessarily raising revenue. It doesn't seem like mm-hmm. seems long like they're just cutting jobs, and then mm-hmm. now, and now instead of the garbage collection fee going to the city, it'll be going to this private company who will end up probably pay, pay, charging people more. If of course, because it's privatized, it's not going through the city. Uh, I don't know, man, but I just think the minimum wage shit definitely reeks of a motherfucker trying to make a splash media-wise. And, and my thing is this. I know wherever this city is, it couldn't be no niggas there. Because when they got their check and they realized the day dollars <laughs> $20, check went down to seven twenty five, that they had their black ass camped outside his office. He, he yeah. wouldn't have been able to go into his building. Yeah. You know, if he was like on Monday and shit, like, I'll tell you this much. It better not be no damn. It better not be no damn seven twenty five on Friday. Let that. Let the fifteenth get here. We gonna see who gonna who gonna get paid. Honey, that that be honey. They all be green. Now, now the black folks. It be some white folks at that too. You could, I, man. I can see that direct. That be like that time they messed the fucked around and messed up my direct deposit. Instead of paying me for two weeks, they paid me for one. I hit that number. I was like, do 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 do. I was like, um. Hello, um, yeah, um, I checked my check in. How much is that check again? <laughs> she was like, it's so and so, so and so. I said, like, okay, that's what online say. I was like, are you sure? Ain't nothing else in there? She was like, no. I was like, oh, okay, okay, click. I was like, um, hey, um, manager, something wrong with my check. Um, is that something we can talk about or discuss? Yeah. I, yeah, I could see that being really, um, yeah, I'm surprised he ain't got shot or assaulted. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm, I'm serious because bills don't stop. People have obligations. Right. And it's easy for you as a mayor who probably make above what most people make anyway to say, I'll take 725 Yes, you got money. But for somebody, you know, twenty, thirty thousand $30,000 job a year and you taking them below poverty level because you want to say, well, I can you, because basically you put me in a situation, you fighting against the city. I don't give a fuck about you fighting against the city council. My, 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 my bills are still due. Yep, I agree, man. Um, 
Speaking of which, the singer, R. Kelly. Oh, not R. Kelly. Says that the 2004. No, why this nigga still got Con Rosa? He's 52. That's probably an old picture. Okay. Says that the 2004 film, The Notebook, is one of the greatest love stories ever told. And he claims that it ruined his marriage. Word. The singer finalizes divorce from his wife of 12 years, Andrea Lee Kelly, in 2009. But in his new memoir, Solar Coaster, The Diary of Me. <laughs> you say Solar Coaster like Roller Coaster? Solar oh, so we a roller coaster with soul? Yeah, I think the title should be Petacoaster. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly reveals <laughs> Kelly reveals that the romantic film made him realize marriage wasn't his marriage wasn't meant to last. As the film credits roll started to roll, I couldn't move. I burst into tears. People walking past me patted me on the back trying to console me. The notebook was beautiful, and I was crying because his hero and heroine had died together. The forty five year old writes in the memoir spoiler alert jesus but i was also crying because i remember that valentine's day when a helicopter dropped a rainfall of roses that had come and gone and my marriage had died and there was nothing i could do to bring it back that uh this Mm. you know what i just this nigga can't read i forgot i forgot for a second Mm, no somebody somebody he was talking and somebody wrote this like they wrote what he what he literally said because this doesn't make any sense it doesn't no. it actually doesn't signify why he cried Mm-mm. it doesn't signify i remember a helicopter dropped a rain he just said that because the so how he was bawling i had a helicopter drop roses on my wife that i was fucking these 15 year olds on the side with oh i'm Hello? sorry oh it couldn't have been that that killed the marriage the fucking sex tape and the peeing sex, on the kids peeing on mm-hmm. little girls nah that couldn't be it it that must have be been at all. must mm-hmm. have been that movie you watched that day <laughs> right that made me shed a single tear yeah actually it wasn't the pedophile that was it wasn't having sex with little kids that was the problem it was an episode of the simpsons i was watching and <laughs> that one made you shed tear i realized that peeing on the little girl was something that i had to do you know uh the couple first met in 1994 when andrea auditioned as a backup dancer for kelly uh, they married in 1996 and had three children. Of course, their 12 year marriage. Uh, I think she's probably like 24 now. Uh, oh the, yeah. <laughs> though the notebook, good and young. Though the notebook may have helped inspire Kelly, uh, the couple's relationship suffered from far more than physical romance. According to MTV News, the song, the singer writes that Andrea wasn't happy with having to put her dance career on hold to be a stay at home mom, and there are far more serious claims of domestic violence. Well, that could be it. You know, Word, we just not getting to domestic violence. In 2005, Andrea filed an emergency protective order to keep the singer away from her due to claims of physical abuse. Though she revoked the order just weeks later, the couple then filed for divorce in 2006, but were still trying to make things work. And then they got well, divorced. Did he show up to a high, high school cutting a monkey? Yeah, he was trying to cut some monkeys. All right. <laughs> all right. Let's get back to the. Uh, you know, we got to get back to some articles, Karen. Oh, yes. Let's All do right. this, sir. Back to guess the race. All right. Get ready, chat room. Yeah. Oh, what's up with the volume on this? Oh. Oh, it got. Did you turn the sound up on the, the uh, thing? Let me check. See if I fuck something up. Nah, this shit just quiet. Uh-oh. How you have a video with, um, with, with no volume? Yeah, it's not something I'm doing. All right, let me just double check the volume on this thing real quick. And uh, if not, I'll just have to read the story by, by uh, you know, without the video. Man, I hate that this is happening, guys. Live podcasting. I know. Welcome to my world. 
Yeah, all right, yeah. Uh, I can try reloading the page and see what happens there. But, uh, yeah, it's basically a dude got arrested, and he has a really interesting name. And Uh um, I'm going to need to – I would love for everybody to hear it because I don't feel like saying this shit. Um, So let's see if I can get the sound to work. What a present. Okay, so the sound works on the commercial. Let's oh, see. crystal clear on the commercial. Yeah, it's like we want you to pay for some shit, so definitely but, but want you to get hear to that. the real article. We don't, we don't, we don't need you to really hear that. Yeah, you need to know how how yeah. evil Mitt Romney is. Yeah, you but, need to know uh, how this is paid for. But why this wacky ratchet ass motherfucker got arrested? Mm, keep that to yourself. That's not that important. We don't get kind of quiet when it comes to that shit. So of course, of <laughs> course, that's that's because because that's what they do. Yeah, it's the longest campaign ad ever. Okay, there you go. There you go. A Wisconsin man has made quite the name for himself, not because of what he was arrested Guess for, the race. but because of, well, what he named himself. Police arrested 30-year-old <clears throat> Bizao Doodoo Zappity Bop Bop Bop. HLN's Robin Mead has a fun time with the story. A Wisconsin man was arrested what? after he was allegedly found drunk in a park. Yeah, so what, you say? But listen to his name. Meet Bizao Doodoo Zappity Bop Bop Bop. That. His name. He starts. Doesn't it sound like a song? Without do do According to Facebook, his favorite activities are standing and walking and ladies. The Huffington Post says he changed his name in October from Jeffrey Drew Wilski, and it appears HLN wasn't the only media outlet to vet Zappity Bop Bop Bop's Facebook page. Here's WFTX. According to Bezos' Facebook page, he's a member of the Orthodox Church of Jerry Garcia fans, very big <laughs> congregation, and he enjoys. Thinking. Please arrest him. <laughs> drug paraphernalia, marijuana, and carrying a knife. A blogger for Grudgy Muffin says the charges come as no surprise. I could have told you this dude had weed on him. What tipped me off? No, not because he looked like Brad Pitt in True Romance. I knew he had weed when I found out his name was Bezao Doo Zippity Bop Bop Bop. Bingo. He might as well have changed his name to Chief Big Bong. <laughs> MSNBC says BDDZBB's jail record doesn't list an attorney, but a writer for Gather doesn't think that'll last long, saying, Some adventurous lawyer should pick up his case before long, if only to be able to brag about representing a man with the dumbest, albeit catchiest, name in the world. Produce the Amplic Hanson, multiple sources. All right, guys, guess the race of Mr. <laughs> Bezout. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bezal zippity bop bop bop. Oh wait, Bezal do do zippity bop bop. What a wonderful day. Let's see what everybody says. Uh, white lead singer of insert grudge band name who indulges meth. Callie hipster with blonde dreadlocks. White vanilla wafer. Bibbity boppity, give me some zoppity white. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. A pink nippled animal loving crystal meth making wine taster. Jerry Lewis, high pitch, whiter than white. Cheese head, cracker ass cracker. A raw oyster beef tartare eating dread crumb cracker. Uh, he's black. The resp- reporter was having too much fun reporting it. <laughs> That's good. Ashley they were classes. having a good time reporting that <laughs> story. <laughs> yeah. I always be worried when they when it's a black person, they be sounding like they're having a little too much happiness. <laughs> Niggers are outside with shoes, Bob. Let's Can go you to believe gym. that? <laughs> right. They cut the gym, and the first thing they do is laugh. Yeah, gym here at the mall, looking at niggas getting shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe this? They wear shoes on their feet. <laughs> right. Somebody, baby, gonna catch ammonia. <laughs> sure is, nigger. 
I bet he sure is. <laughs> Back to you, Jim. <laughs> Look at the him. whole family gonna catch ammonia. Yeah. Um. So anyway, man. Yeah. That uh, the correct answer was white. So <laughs> as much fun as they had reporting that shit, it was a white man. They roasted uh, that dude. Um, I'm glad I went reporting. They probably took my ass off there after that story. <laughs> they were right. like, Karen can't handle this story. Nope. Uh, this is guest the race and sword ratchetness. Police say a St. Louis man cut another man with a samurai sword Thursday night during an argument at a Kirkwood home. Oh. The would-be samurai, William Eck Earnhardt, uh, guess the race, William Earnhardt, whacked a 32-year-old man in the arm with a samurai sword during a gathering at 10 p.m. at their friend's house. Oh. Uh. Police said in the documents, Earnhardt and the victim were told to go outside to fight. <laughs> that mean they was talking all that shit in the, just go outside damn get this shit over go outside and fight as they left Earnhardt grabbed a 30 inch sword from the dining room and slashed the victim's right arm to the bone cutting a 5 inch gash alo- above the elbow damn man he was mad as shit that's dirty fighting too Kirkwood detective Steve Urbeck said the police gave a call from na- got a call from neighbors who heard the fight Earnhardt took a pretty good chunk out the man's arm uh, Urbeck said, but he did not know what the fight was about. Police arrested Earnhardt at the house. Police say he admitted assaulting the man who, was, who had been treated, who was being treated at a hospital. Uh, he charged the first degree assault. Guess the race of William Earnhardt, people. Man with a sword who didn't play that shit. Um, let's see. NASCAR redneck white, Dale Cu- Jr.'s cousin white. Bezu exhibited bop bop, which is now, I guess, white. Uh, Confederate flag waver. Greasy-haired skateboard white boy, Elmer Glue, mm-hmm. one who never eats a pink eats a pink steak, a well-done crispy black man. Yeah, that's St. Louis throwing y'all. Off. Some of my bitch white says Ashley Three Classy. <laughs> Trailer Park anime white. Correct answer was white, and I he didn't even have a shirt on in his mug shot too. Like, you know that mean he was. Who goes to a party without a shirt on? Okay, people. He was drunk. That's some redneck shit they was doing at that party. <laughs> um, all right, we got some more guests to race uh, coming up too. Let's see here. Um, apparently, a 13 year old boy suffered terrible injuries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Guess the race. Du Chaowang from Shandong province in china's east coast suffered from dozens of puncture wounds in his intestines and multiple organ failure in his intestines mm-hmm. hospital surgeons what did he do hit him with the thousand ninja strike <laughs> right he got hit with that uh, uh 32 palm strike uh hasp- the hospital surgeons immediately cut open his abdomen and let the gas out and yes. found and found his small intestines were bleeding very badly. Now in stable condition, although he is battling very several serious infections. What could have caused this, Karen? I don't know. A thirteen year old boy is in critical condition after two of his co workers That's right. Thirteen year old with a job? Yeah, because China, you know, that's so much better than oh, us. Oh, yeah, I forgot. They, their rules, I'm sorry, their child labor rules are completely different. Well, you know, ours. he's probably he's just like he wasn't making iPhones, you know. At least he had a job at a mechanic's place. At least with the iPhones, they had a net on the side to benefit him to jump off on. Uh, and, you know, 13-year-old kids can be immature, so maybe some some kids, you know, they were all working together, and they were just fucking around, and something happened. Let's see. Wow. Two of his coworkers at a car repair shop inserted a high-pressure air pump nozzle into his body. Du Chu Wong. Oh. That's right. Du Chong Wong 
from the Shandong Providence suffered dozens of puncture wounds in his intestines. The horrific assault happened at a car repair shop when the teenage where the teenager helps out. Um gravely ill oh wait, then there's some pictures of him anyway. Um he he suffered appalling injuries after two men pushed a high pressure air nozzle into his rectum and he was in a coma for eight days following a six hour emergency surgery. Why did the adults do that? Did they explain that? There's no reason to do that. <laughs> I like that you thought that was a reason. Why would they do was something up there? Like what was the point? It's kinda clear something. I don't understand. Because they are assholes and they ain't shit. That's why. Uh so um Wow. And you know, and the little boy should be allowed to do it to both of them. Let me knock your ass out for eight days. Yeah, if he can walk, he was in a coma, man. Uh, yeah, because it's high pressured. The two grown he lived. The two grown ass men have been arrested. Um the mother admits well, I mean, ah, uh, that that's just crazy, man. That that's that's ah. Uh, uh, let's see, but let's see. They said that um, what was, was that? Oh, okay, yeah. The they both claim that they pushed the boy to the ground and pumped his body with a tire's worth of air as a joke. As a fucking joke? Are you serious? Ha <laughs> ha! Now that is rape culture. Yes. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Now that is not funny. <laughs> right. That's actually fucking up somebody. Yes. Nothing hilarious about that. Jesus Christ, yes. man. Yes. And, and what would have been fucked up? He go, oh, so pumping his air, you ain't funny? Pumping his air, you ain't funny, huh? Yeah. Stop stop pumping yourself. Stop pumping yourself. The pressure inside his abdomen was so high that his legs turned purple. Damn. This is what happens when you have a couple of dumbass dudes that work on cars thinking they can work on the human body. Well, there's no valve to hit Did, well, to I, unleash the asshole uh, from for this dude. And, and, and I understand this is not in America, so I don't know how you know they laws and rules regulation. But I will sue the fucking pants off of both of them niggas. Wow, man! And the company for allowing them to do this. Do awoke three days ago after being in a coma for over a week, and yesterday was transferred to intensive care at a children's hospital. Staff have not issued any further details about his condition. We can only provide the necessary life support for him now, as his condition is very complicated, and the doctors have not yet devised a final treatment plan. Well, thank God he's a boy, because in China he'd probably just be dead. If it was a, a girl, girl, yeah, it's sad, but they don't give two flying flips about females his nose and eardrums also suffered serious injury shit how much did they pump this dude up they man? said a tire's worth you know how big a fucking tire is baby what, they compressed just, air did they just think it was did, like he was just filling up and getting bigger and they thought it was funny like ah ha, ha, like a cartoon and then you take it out and he's just gonna like fight it out yeah shoot across the room like a like a balloon and like deflate, deflate. Oh, jesus christ idiots. so yeah i guess the race uh do Chung Wong, I think that's how you pronounce it. I don't know, but the two the, the two people that did it is dumbasses. All right, let's see what the chat room thinks. All the people involved in the story are um, some sick ass, sweet and sour Shaolin sodomist. <laughs> some good ass uh, use of the the s word there. Um, one who suffered from a homemade enema, Choji lover, someone who got his name when his parents threw silverware down a flight of stairs. Oh, Leonard, that that is racist as hell. <laughs> Good job. Uh, a nigga that doesn't know the difference between dog, cat, and beef, meat, fried rice, China man, yellow. Jesus Christ. I guess you can see we don't get a lot of Asian stuff. This is Mm-mm. more racist than the black stuff. <laughs> That's some itchy and scratchy shit. Let's see. Chinaman to opt up on opium. 
China Club member and fried rice nigga, aka Oriental. Correct answer was, of course, Chinese. Mm-hmm. Man, they fucked that kid up. Yes, man. Man, that kid. That kid might not be able to function no more for the rest of his life. Yeah, I don't even. Like, what was the point? Th- that was my whole thing. Like, I'm going. Just, why the fuck would you do that? Like, this makes no sense. Hey, check this out. Uh, Leavenworth. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad I didn't do an Asian accent there, by the way. I'm glad I feel you like didn't. I'm not as racist as y'all. Leavenworth, <laughs> a Leavenworth man faces more than four years in prison for a string of bizarre crimes. Brian Paul Smith, 26, was sentenced to prison Friday. Smith and an accomplice burglarized numerous vehicles earlier this year. In addition, Smith stole a Siberian husky. The dog was later found inside Smith's home. He gonna steal a, a, a dog to have. Not to sell, to have. What a dumbass. Come on, it's probably a full bread, uh, breaded dog, too. The dog's expensive. Wow. Investigating the crimes, police also found a 14-year-old hiding in the closet inside his residence. They also, it also drew police attention. Uh, Smith also drew police attention in March for a dispute over a pet spider. Smith was watching the spider but refused to return the spider to his owner. Smith demanded money. What 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 is this hoarders? You collecting dolls? You collecting little kids? You collecting spiders? I don't understand this. These demands turned into threats when Mr. Smith said that if the victim did not give him one hundred dollars and the spider, he would kill him by shooting him. So he he went from I'm kidnapping your spider to actually I want one hundred dollars and I want your spider or I will kill you. The victim was upset and fearful that Mr. Smith would hurt him and call the police. While the police were on the scene with the victim. Uh, Mr. Smith called the victim and asked if he was ready to do this thing. Smith pleaded guilty to 10 charges. Wow. Including one count of contributing to a child's misconduct, three counts of burglary, five counts of theft, and one count of possession of drug paraphernalia. Five golden rings. He also pleaded guilty to charges related to deaths involving the spot, to threats involving the spider. Uh, although Smith was, uh, was sentenced to serve 54 months inside uh, altogether, he was uh, sentenced to 54 months inside Kansas prisons. How old is this for his crime? person? I think he was 26, I believe they said it. Yeah. Word. Picking on 15-year-olds, 10-year-olds. How old is look guess, he was? Guess the race chat room of Brian Paul Smith, uh, 26-year-old dude in Kansas. Let's see. Atypical Aryan arachnid addict. White. <laughs> Connect, dude. He's killing it. Uh, he really wants to be Spider-Man. White. White, a porch monkey with this dumbass kidnapped a spider and wanted $100. Descendant of Crocodile Hunter who hasn't kept up with inflation since 1952. A lizard, yeah, like, he's like, mm-hmm, $100. I'll be able to flee the country. I'll be able to flee the country. First, I'll buy me, uh, first, I'll buy me a, a, a balloon and I'll fly out of the country. Like, $100, you can't do all that shit, man. No. Uh, Niga says Ashley Three Classy, villain from Amazing Spider-Man, Three Teeth having Motorhead, Listening Moon, Head Drinking White, All Watt, 100 Watt White, says Mr. Mister All of That Shit. Correct answer is, he's white. Uh-oh. Yeah, he was a white man. He was whiting it up. Um, <laughs> a lot. Um, I just thought this story was cool, but we can play Guess the Race, I guess. Okay. Uh, this boss took his entire workforce of 500 people on an all expense paid trip to Majorca, costing him 300,000 euros. Okay. A warm hearted boss is whisking his staff from rain lashed Britain 
for a $600 euro holiday in the sun. Cato Subversin. You know what? This uh, and it's probably a real place, but you know what? This sounds like a place made up in your comic book. Right. The Island of Majorca. Yes. <laughs> Home well, of Thor. <laughs> Next to Madripoor, where Wolverine walks around this patch. Yes, well, well, all the X-Men's go to be safe. Right. Wonder Woman hails from the Isle of Morja, Morjarka. That's what it sounds like to me. Where the women all are lesbians and hate men. Uh, Kato Sviricev, yeah, mm-hmm, was in, <laughs> has invited his entire workforce of 500 on an all expenses paid trip to Majorca, costing him 300,000 euros. Um, he's 46 and marking his credit ratings firm's 15th birthday, said yesterday is worth every penny for the buzz it's creating. I, I wish more bosses would do cool shit like this. And you know what? Um, I think sometimes, uh, bosses and managers of companies miss the boat. Um, because when they do stuff like this, you know what this makes loyal employees that will not leave. Yeah. Like literally this is what it makes. Um, and it makes people that even if you have to do things, they'll understand. Because right. I thought, okay, yeah, you took me on that trip. I remember that. I remember that for the rest of my life. Uh, back to Guess the Race. I'm not even going to do that one for Guess the Race. Let's do this one. A wanted felon landed behind bars Thursday ap- afternoon after he engaged a patrol officer in playful banter at a playground in West Athens. Oh. Well, you know when you're a wanted felon, sometimes you got to kick some jokes with the local cops. They never expect you <laughs> if you're joking, Karen. You just walk by and it's like, oh, he must be something up. Just come by and start doing jokes. They're like, okay, nothing you can see here. Senior police officer Jerry Johnson parked his patrol car near the corner of Benning and Columbus Streets about 5.20 p.m. to start a bicycle patrol of the area when a man on a swing in a nearby playground called out to him. That's uh, uh, not suspicious-looking man on a swing. Yeah, first of all, you're a grown-ass man on a swing. Yes. That's number one. That's number one. <laughs> you did that shit. Number two. They figure out you out there with the children. Yeah, and the, you called out to the cop because cops love to be chastised in public, right? Hello. They don't have any insecurity about being joked on. Nothing. Hey, Johnson, let a young man have a bike. Now, for the record, this article has been tampered with, but uh, there's no way that person said that. Anyway, of course, nineteen-year-old guess the race, people. Guess the race. Nineteen-year-old Dontavius Bernard Malcolm. <laughs> I like the way you said that name. That's his name. Dontavius Bernard Malcolm said to the officer. Oh man. Johnson re- recognized the man. <laughs> we shouldn't even do guess the race on this. <laughs> that's, ter- oh, that's terrible. Jesus. Sir. Uh Johnson recognized the man and knew he had an outstanding award <laughs> arrest warrant. Oh, well, I'd be damned. Well, some people just look like they look warranty. You know, you look at them, you go, hmm. You might have a warrant on you, sir. Let me run your name real quick. Uh, Malcolm was arrested uh, September 2010 on charges of possession with intent to distribute marijuana and felony obstruction of a law enforcement officer when he caught with when he was caught with more than three ounces of marijuana, slapped the slapped the face of the arresting officer and tried to flee. (gasps) Oh, something about the slap that's just more like egregious than a punch. Yeah, like they would say all five hands, all five hands, Lord, all five fingers. 
yeah like if they would have said he like kicked them in the balls or something that's not as bad but something about like he slapped their face you look, you can catch two hot ones turning around. For slapping, yeah, especially a grown man. In February, Malcolm entered a plea deal with prosecutors in which he pleaded guilty to the lesser offenses of possession of a less, of less than an ounce of marijuana and misdemeanor obstruction could, according to the Clark County Superior Court records. Could you imagine that office go, he slapped my face. Add five more years, one for each finger. Right. Did this nigga slap me? A judge sentenced him to two years on probation, which he violated last month by not paying probation fees. I didn't even know those existed. Well, damn. Probation fees? Yep. I guess they figure out you wasting their time, you're going to pay for your officer. No wonder so many people go on probation. You got to pay for it. Of course. As the officer walked Malcolm uh, to his patrol car for the ride to jail Thursday, a pill bottle dropped from his shorts. <sighs> <laughs> what was in the pill bottle, sir? This motherfucker had drugs on him. He then stepped on the pill bottle and crushed it, police said. As an officer, like that was gonna stop something, right? Right, like the officer wasn't gonna be like, Yeah, well, you crushed it. Well, damn, you got off scot free. No way I can check mm-hmm. that. As the officer checked to see what was in the bottle, Malcolm said, Come on, Johnson, as if he did not want me to see the object. The officer wrote in the report, Hey, well, there you go, right to remain silent, motherfucker. Could have used it. The pill bottle yes. cracked, the pill bottle contained three rocks of crack cocaine. <laughs> in, ad- in addition to of to being served, I think I always want to say crack cocaine instead of just crack now. Yes, crack cocaine. In addition to being served with felony probation violation warrant, Malcolm was charged with the possession of cocaine and at co- and committing a drug offense within a thousand feet of a public park. Guess the race. Uh, oh, that's a crime. Apparently so, Karen. Probably trying to stop drug dealers from hanging out at the park. Uh, okay. Guess the race of 19-year-old Dontavious Bernard Malcolm. I'm always afraid to check the fucking chat room, honestly. <laughs> Sorry, they all we got today. Uh, owner of Thugware, if you ask Geraldo, the name screen's black, but all the actors say white privilege, so I'm going to go mixed. Bibbidi-bobbidi black. Black like the people on this black guy with tips glass I'm drinking. Damn it, blackity blacks. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> a dark black tar baby with two strikes and a death wish. Afro Thunder says Miles Warren. Afro Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that a video game character, Afro Thunder? I think, I think so. Blackity Black, high on crack, phone posit wearer. Black, the TI listener that's in the criminal procedure hypotheticals. Uh, Donatello after wearing, watching rap videos. Uh, yeah, correct answer was black, man. And you know that part, they changed that part of the article, dog. That part where it's like, uh, can a young man have a bike? You know, he said, Hey, Johnson, let a nigga have a bike. That's why I didn't say it because it would have gave away guess the race, but God damn it, you know, that's what he said. Mm-hmm. Can a young man have a bike? Niggas don't talk like that. Not niggas with warrants. Can a nigga get a bike is what he said. Of course. Um, this EMT trainee has experience getting the blood flowing. <laughs> let me go on and explain, Karen. Please do, sir. Harmony Rose, whose birth birth name is Tracy Rowland, was featured in more than 200 pornographic videos before, uh, between 2004 and 2010. Her videos include Masturbation Nation 3, Farmer's Daughters Take It Off, and Sack Lunch. Sack Lunch? Rose, 29, has since left the adult entertainment industry, and she's training to become a volunteer EMT with the K-Spring Rescue Squad in Roanoke, Virginia, for the past few months. 
now she's a fit now some officials are getting hot and bothered over her participation exactly what when rose exactly when rose left the industry is unclear through imdb uh but imdb lists her most recent credits as occurring in 2010 fire chief rich birch learned about rose's previous career from roanoke fire and rescue employees <laughs> all that you know that's all the uh perverts oh yeah it's like oh that's i think i've seen that in some porn before hey wait a minute you you wouldn't happen to have sucked dick on camera before because you look familiar i can't place your face but uh sack lunch will you do a sack lunch okay yep that's you <laughs> you know how many people do you think uh didn't really know much about her as a porn star and then went home and jacked off because now they work with her of course it's like, oh that's all i'm gonna jack off to i work with a porn star have to see her see her at work it's like sack lunch. Oh, this uh, that lunch is a lot better than my lunch. Yeah, conversation's gonna get pretty awkward now. Mm-hmm. You know. Anyway, uh, like why don't you help me with my hoes? Boom, chick, boom, boom. That's how it always starts, sir. <laughs> it's, it's like I, I really just want to be an EMT person. That's all I'm here for. Yeah. Well, I just need a little mouth-to-mouth resuscitation, if you know what I mean. Boom, boom, chick. Yeah, it's like, I, I just want to do my job okay i'm trying to save lives yeah but my life is in my dick can you do something with that <laughs> stop just stop it okay because it's about to die she about to I, I i predict the most expensive sexual harassment lawsuit ever for the k spring rescue squad coming soon <sighs> a lot of men gonna be driving up to virginia trying to get a medical emergencies of course ah uh, i can't feel my legs i think i need I think I need an EMT. Uh, can I request? Uh, can I put in a request? Can no, I put in a sir. Request? No, you can't put in a request. I, I know. I, I know they're going. And could you imagine the phone calls that the nine one one operator go back? Hello. Uh, yes, I got an emergency. Yes, uh, fire. Uh, you know, uh, police. You know, uh, uh, EMT. Yes, EMT. Okay. And what's your emergency, sir? Um, I think my dick broke. Um, <laughs> sir. Um, this is not the sex line, sir. And no, we are not sending her out to your house to fix your penis. Um, I'm sorry she can't handle that issue. Please quit calling our line and tying up our phone line because, you know, we do have real emergencies. <laughs> this is an emergency, my dick. It won't get yes. hard. I need an EMT. Oh, my gosh. I feel so bad for the 911 people. You know, because they, they get the calls prior to getting to them. So I can yeah. imagine the fucked up calls them people going to be getting. Yeah. Oh, man. Um. So, yeah. Um. They they found out about her career. Director of Public Information Teresa Hall told the Huffington Post, having never dealt with such a situation before, Birch contacted the Office of County Attorney. Uh, Attorney Paul M. Mahoney replied, uh, Mahoney! In, on June 27th in a letter. <laughs> that dude was black. In a, <laughs> in a letter obtained by the Huffington Post, Mahoney stated that Roanoke County does not generally get involved in the decisions of volunteer rescue squads. However, the attorney also noted anything that re- results in public ridicule of the volunteer squads must be invo- ev- avoided. Public ridicule? Shit, niggas gonna be passing out on purpose. Mahoney, of course. Just, people just gonna be like putting on garbage bags over their clothes and running in the park in, in 100 degree heat. Like, please, yes. please, I hope I pass out today. Mahoney then recommended that, Mahoney then recommended that Burst supports the decision of the volunteer chief if she decides to terminate the membership of Rose. So yeah, uh guess the race of Harmony Rose for you that aren't perverts and don't know her race already. See what the chat room says here. Yeah, for you non ponosaurus. <laughs> Ashley three classes said, I need twenty CCs of vagina stacked white. 
shorty mike shorty mac flick i fucked your ivory white teenage daughter white slut says ronald blocker because she has to be a slut if she's a porn star and i can't really argue that anyway oh damn i know she's white i see her in a few flicks says a rod white like the jizz she they got splashed on her face when she did porn <laughs> oh, 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 oh. oh Leonard Brothers, Jesus. Oh, he been he been on it tonight, ain't he? <laughs> <laughs> Nigga said white like the jizz. Yeah, she white. Yeah, of course she white. Because she was black, they wouldn't let her do no porn or they wouldn't have recognized she's a porn star. Like literally Yeah, this wouldn't even have came up. Yeah, like caramel, uh a caramel could be working in someone's fire department right now. We'll never know because white people don't watch black porn that much. So they'd be like That's oh. true. Um, and they would find that, and if she did, and black folks got to call in, they would, they'd be like, look, we gotta stop all these Negroes calling in this line. Who is this lady they keep requesting? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sick. Uh, I need some help with my dick, please. Is Caramel there? <laughs> a judge? Like, Who is Caramel? A judge called a Hawaii attorney convicted of harassment, a dirty old man for licking a 21 year old female client's ear. Yeah. <gasps> At, at, after a bench trial, Kawhi attorney Lawrence McCreary, 64, was found guilty of harassment Thursday after a former client testified that while discussing her child custody case, he licked the back of her right ear. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, if you really want to see your son again, uh, I'm going to help you do that. And I'm going to, you know, I just, uh, you know, you just need to sign this paperwork. Uh, I need to know how much money do you make. And, uh, you know, we're going to see what kind of visitation Disgusting. we can get you. I don't know where your mouth being. Just let me, uh, just let me help you out right here. And uh, you're going to need to sign right, right here on the, uh, did, um, did you just, did you just lick my ear? Huh? What? I, no, you just need to sign the documents. I'm not, I'm did, just trying to help did, you out. I mean, I understand I'm brown, but that don't mean I taste like chocolate. Did you just lick my ear, sir? They said this 64 year old man said he told. Or they said he told this 21 year old woman while touching her arm, "You look so good, and too bad you're married." According to a Kawhi pro- prosecuting attorney's office. And my question is this: Why was he that close to her? The woman said he made a weird sound and hugged her tightly right before licking. What do you think the sound he made was? Come here, girl. Mm, I was hoping that the sound he made was something like, mm. <laughs> then he licked that Tasty. Ear. That'll make it even weirder. Like, something high-pitched. <laughs> you look good enough to eat, girl. <laughs> I think I'll take a lick. Well, he didn't say he said something. He said he made a weird sound. Not He didn't say a, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a sentence. I want to know what sound he said. Like It sounded like some type of grunt or something. Mm, yeah. Mm. So, mm. Mm, her. <laughs> Maybe that's what he, mm, and he licked the ear. Mm, so de- delicious. Mm, mm. That's what he said. Mm, mm, he licked the ear. McCree, McCree, te- McCree testified to deny he licked her and claimed she initiated the hug. She hugged me. She's the bitch set me up. It's like Mary and Barry and shit. Uh, I'm surprised it wouldn't have been like uh, he pressed charges because nigga, you licked my ear. Oh, I'm knocking you the fuck out. We're going to have issues up in there. The, Damn it, it was an assault. The, the district court judge, Frank Rothschild, ruled that there's no evidence that the woman made up the story. McCreary, a father of four who was licensed to practice law in Hawaii in, 17, in 1975, was ordered to pay a $250 fine. Quite frankly, Rothschild said, these are the actions of a dirty old man. Defense attorney Michael Soon said he plans to appeal. And the funny part is, it would not surprise me. 
if he has done this to other women before, but they just didn't report it. They're like, you know, they kind of just shook it off. She yeah. was just the first one saying, nigga, you ain't looking on me. Yeah, it's just weird because it sounds like something where they just know him. Because there's yeah. really no, it doesn't sound like there's proof that he did this shit. And it might not have been the first time they've had a case on <laughs> right. this. It just so, sounds so like. So it was like, you, this is the fifth case. You did this. We, we ain't got nothing to prove this, but we know you did this. Yeah, it just sounds like, they, yeah, you did this shit, dog. Why, why are you lying? Yeah, this is the like fifth it? woman this year. Get out of here. Yeah, you really about to pretend you ain't do this shit? Come on. Okay, then. Come on, dog. All right, buddy. Um, so, yeah, guess the race of Mr. McCreary. Uh, who uh, apparently likes to lick the ears. Lawrence McCreary, found guilty of harassment. Let's check the chat room. <clears throat> Old white person who just saw the wing, Yin Yang Twins whisper song. Uh, Rick James impersonator, cold-blooded Negro. Cold-blooded. Girl, I think you're hot. Did, hey, speaking of which, before we get into how come Rick James changed the octave of every single fucking line of every song he sang because <laughs> he can like it's not even like like you listen to super freak there's like 17 voices we, don't, talk, don't, don't, don't. we talk about Nicki minaj but like literally this she's a very freaker girl the kind you don't take home to mama she would never get your spirits down when she get her off the streets it's like seven voices in there it's <laughs> weird, man. That girl's a super freak. I also like oh, how. Yeah. I also like how he felt proper. He always finished this. He always finished all the syllables of the shit. Oh, he wasn't dropping no letters. Mm-mm. You, you was gonna understand what he was saying. Multicolored shirt wearing, long beard having, Jesus sandal cracker, bootleg matlock, Wonder Bread bleach white, <laughs> dog the bonnie hunter white. Cracker says a rod. Okay, it was the cocaine that's actually three classes. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> Cause I, I was I was singing Super Freak and I was like, yo man, this nigga was like, really it's doing about five harmonies and shit. That girl is really freaky. Girls are super freak. That type of girl you read about in, in newsweek magazines. magazines. She's alright. Like, She's alright. How many Rick James is in there? <laughs> about fifteen of them. Every yeah. time he snort. <laughs> right. She's alright. That She's girl's alright. <laughs> With me, yeah. Not the yeah, the yeah is a different voice. <laughs> <laughs> that girl's all right with me, yeah. Oh. Like damn, who came in? Is Nicki Minaj in there with you? Yeah. Um. Uh. But yeah, correct. That's was white. Of course, that man was white. He's in Hawaii, living it up, licking the ears and everything. Yep. And you know he's tried that move before. He's sixty four. How many ears did he lick? And he got them draws. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I don't like old man penis. Uh, of course not. Last story. Um, <laughs> guess the race. Oh, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes the booking. Uh, I'm not gonna read that part. Anyway, we've learned from a Miami Beach report. Oh, Florida, Florida. Oh, chill, chill. You thought you was gonna get off, didn't you? No, you almost made it a whole show. No, nigga, Florida ratchetness again. I know. We're gonna give you a reason to call in. You can't leave us. We've learned, yeah, we've learned from a Miami Beach police report that the American hero you see here is 31 years old, Eric Oram Butkowitz. Uh, he was arrested at Club Live or Live, I guess, L-I-V, at the Fontaine Bleu Hotel after security there told police. That's not like a classy place. As the security there told police, he was dealing narcotics on the premises. According to the report, Butkowitz, uh, 
uh told police i possibly have three zen x bars in my possession that's possibly what, that's when they ask you like am i gonna get stuck by anything when i go in your pockets am i gonna find some drugs in here yeah you know you go oh no i don't i i possibly have three xanax bars in my possession sir not in the ass please please don't be in your ass <laughs> that's what the officer said yeah, that's please. all I, I, I guarantee cops when they pull you over the only thing they thinking is please don't be in your ass okay you can stick it anywhere else i don't care if you have crack honestly i might even let you go just please don't be in your ass how many people you think got let go because of the ass thing because they always show the ones that get caught but i guarantee some cops are like it's it's where now okay well nothing to see here sir you have a good day uh, uh don't tell anyone about uh, this uh, could you imagine the ones that have to wait for them to bring the dog and then the dog is just going crazy around your ass it's like fuck yeah it's like oh it's definitely the ass i gotta go in the ass today just yeah because because gonna Bruno, be one of those Bruno days just gets crazy every time he gets around there fuck one of gonna be one of those days when i can't pick up my kid when i get home <laughs> before i watch myself yes <laughs> uh like, no nah, baby was the ass day no nah, let me watch first police allegedly discovered 13 other pills in his front pocket pocket he 13. was he was booked on felony possession of a controlled substance and will be arraigned august 3rd uh he was arrested at 4 3 a.m july 5th so his face his face july 5th 4 3 a.m okay think about that day 4 3 in the morning july 5th what is that aftercare july the 4th his face was painted in an American flag. It sure is. Guess the race. Come on ahead and guess that goddamn race. People in the chat room. People in the chat room. Um, let's see. Peppermint Jack Enthusiast. Jewish Scarface. Tony Montana. I'm on top of the world. My Cuban. Just because. American. Latin. Olay. Rick Ross worshiper. White. Man. Uh, white nigga. Says Popson. Uh, correct answer. He was white. White as the day is long. I know it's so. So, yeah. I Man, you know, I got one more story we can do for you. Yay! You want more, baby? Because I, I love the fans so much. Um, I just thought this was funny. A happy couple got married for during the Olympics, okay? Okay. All right. Newlywed Darren Hayes, 39, had to step in to stop the usher, Dwayne, from groping the bridesmaids after they complained to his wife, Catherine Lloyd. So he had to get in a fight on his wedding day with the, with the usher. Oh, somebody not even in the wedding party? After the pair started scrapping on the dance floor before shocked dra- guests dragged the slugging siblings to out to opposite sides of the venue. That's right, Karen. Dwayne and Darren are brothers. So the usher was his brother groping at the gra- bridesmaids. Gro- grabbing ass. He was g- g- on top of them boobs. One guest said Dwayne had had a bit too much to drink and was touching up the bridesmaids. Some of the girls complained to Catherine, so she asked Darren to have a quiet word with his brother. Now, here's the thing. You know she didn't want to even invite this nigga in the first place. And you know what? I bet you when they was having a conversation, sitting there looking at each other, she was like... Now, you know, your brother gets, you know what? And this is another reason why a lot of people be like, you know, especially if you got ratchet ass family, you go, you know what? Fuck that. We ain't doing an open bar. You know what? Make them niggas pay for their drink. Let, let them pay to get drunk. You have less drunk people. Yeah. Cause you know, and the thing is like, you know, 
who these people are in your family. Yes, you do. Like, I bet you she was like, don't invite him. Right. It's like, because that, like, the reason he's the usher and not the best man is because they know who he is. Yeah, yeah. The reason why he wasn't in the wedding party. That's right. He's like, I guess I got to bring Dwayne. Uh, and I, you know, mom and dad would be pissed if I ain't let him do something. Do we have to? You know, yeah, we have to. Um, so, um, suddenly there was a scream and Darren and Dwayne were wrestling on the floor. A few punches were thrown, but the fight was broken up pretty quickly. But then furious Dwayne, 40 years old, who's, so he's the older brother, went on a rampage. The guest said Dwayne went mad, smashing up the place. He tipped over a piano and damn, a piano? It must have been a baby piano or some shit because pianos are heavy. huge. And tables and threw glasses at people who tried to stop him. Staff at the Alma Inn in Cone Lonks. I don't know how to pronounce that. Sorry, guys. Phone police and Dwayne was uh, arrested. The guest added, it's such a shame the day should have been remembered for the wedding being part of the Olympic torch relay. So they got married as part of the Olympic. You know how they do the torch relay where people run from one town to the next. They pass the torch off to the next person. They mm-hmm. run and it makes it all the way to like China or some shit. Oh, yes. Like they were part of that. Oh. And so they got married symbolically, you know, after, as part of the torch relay. And oh, so you had like all these people there that, that that's representing from like probably Probably people that probably wasn't even in a wedding party. Did it was like, hey, you know what? We're gonna have two hundred people. You know, everybody's. You know, if you ran, you're invited. Oh, and you know what the 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 fucked up part is? They're gonna have to pay for that piano this nigga turned over. Yeah, well, he gonna have somebody gonna have to pay. Yeah, yes, sir. And, and that's and why the they make you put a deposit in. Yes, and they won't be getting that deposit back. Uh, let's see. Darren and Catherine. 30, oh, wait. All people will be talking about now is this fight, says the guest. Darren and Catherine, 30, of Rosendale, had brought forward the time of the ceremony by 30 minutes after discovering the Olympic torch relay would pass by the church, hoping to make it a point of their day. A torch, torchbearer even stopped at the, at St. James, the less RC church in Ralton style, uh, long enough for the wedding party to be photographed with it. So they even took a picture of the person with the torch. Oh, for him to turn around and, and, and screw it up. Building firm manager Darren added, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. The newlyweds are now on honeymoon in Egypt. Uh, wow. So, uh, yeah, guess the race of the people involved in this fight and at that, a wedding. Man, man, I could imagine her cussing him all the way there. Yeah, I'm going to fuck you when we get there. But you know, you shouldn't have invited your fucking brother. Yeah, I told you Dwayne was going to fuck him. I know, I know. Uh, let's see. I'm guessing white because black people don't give a fuck about the church. The torch. I'm sorry, the torch. Uh, at least not since Muhammad Ali in 1996. Uh, <laughs> I bet they had a vicious cheese buffet. Honky says A Rod. One who drinks <laughs> vicious cheese buffet. One who drinks Monster Energy drinks with ease. Juju 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 unit says Ronald Blocker. Ashley Three Classy says Mitt Romney in disguise evil. Courtney says white. Greg says white. Correct answer. White. The whites have it, guys. I was on it today. All right, man. Well, that's it for the show. Um, first thing. Uh, one last thing I want to tell everybody. Um, the Haterazzi has a new podcast out, um, responding to uh, a lot of the feedback that he got on this show mm-hmm. about Die Hood as Die. If you guys want to keep that discussion going, I suggest you guys go over to his show. For mm-hmm. those of y'all that aren't done talking about Hood Rats, because we are. Yes, we are. As anything more than a joke. 
Um, but yeah, you can go check him out, man. Um, and you can email him if you have issues with some of the shit that he, he says, says yeah. cause he does go in on some of the listeners and all that shit that, you know, went in on him. Uh, haterpodcast at gmail.com. We've listened to it. Um, so yeah, people might be offended. So, you know, obviously go on, go over there at your own, uh, risk That's or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, he just further explains his positions and, uh, defends some of the, uh, things that accusations that were thrown at him and stuff like that. Uh, still a friend of the show, still, you know, very, mm-hmm. very, uh, good spirited or whatever oh, yeah. that he roasted people with. But yeah, some of y'all might be mad. So, you know, if you're wondering if you're one of those people, hit me up privately. I'll let you know if you're one of the people that got roasted so you don't have to, you know, go embarrass yourself. Um, <laughs> but but yeah man uh yeah yeah check him check his show out um it's the latest episode it should be on itunes and all that stuff mm-hmm. um also check out our sponsors shadowdogproductions.com make sure you guys are emailing dexter shadowdog.productions at gmail.com shadowdog.productions at gmail.com to uh let them know if you're gonna be able to make it out to see uh dirt cheap therapy win their award and uh right outside of cleveland august the 19th 11:30 a.m and they get their award at 4 p.m so you know if you're a fan of the show you're in cleveland you have a sunday to spare go check them out man it's i, I believe it's free and you guys can just uh go meet one of the biggest supporters of our show man mm-hmm also, adamandeve.com, use the code TBGWT, 50% off one item, free shipping, free DVDs, free secret item. I mean, what's not to love about that, people? Love yourself. Treat yourself. Um, and, of course, all the good stuff you can do. Go to blackoutest.com. You can subscribe. You can donate. You can go to the store. You can donate your account uh off with one click of a button you can even like our facebook page right from there uh go on itunes leave us a five-star review email us the blackout tips at gmail.com call us 704-557-0186 leave us a voicemail mm-hmm. um do all that stuff check out our tumblr you know just so many ways to support the show man yes, sir uh so many ways to help us uh become better and be better um also um I'm, I can't remember if we said it or not, so let's just end the show with it. Um, the official weapon of the show is... The Taser. And the unofficial sport... is Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. Yes, sir. All right, until next time. Love you. You too, baby. Mwah. up the pace beats playing since the night before thinking about writing songs feeling exhausted from times we tore constant and plus the toxics i sip got me tall still tipsy staring at the city from the spot we call los angeles every day is like a blank canvas carving my initials in the planet like i branded handpicked to live this life we take for granted like a child with an upright
and face, we can't stand it. Smiling through the trouble we face, trying to manage my way without pumping my brakes and staying stagnant. Cause I can sit on my ass and just imagine the madness and get on my path and paint the canvas. Sunday morning, plan my day out, whole new blue.